Shelby, uh, it's your best friend, uh, Kendall. <laughs> uh, she'd be like, so I'm here to talk about my book. And we're like, no, 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 that was a trick. You're not here to talk about your book. Uh, we're here to talk about my book. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this and workshop it for me? Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. everybody <laughs> i had a hair in my mouth i think it was a monroe hair Ew. yeah sorry that's okay but literally as we were listening to her intro song she's like we're so classy and i was like we're so f-ing classy and then and then i hit record and she's trying to pick cat hair out of her mouth <laughs> nobody's doing it like us baby <laughs> baby by the way i didn't tell you but I was taking me a second to place the image in my head, but your pigtails remind me very much of Dorothy Gale right now. Really? You look, yeah, like I've Judy gotten, Garland. I haven't gotten Judy Garland, but I've gotten Dorothy Gale before from mm-hmm. a lot of people because I used to wear my hair. There's not a ton you can do with the curly hair that doesn't look like insane to keep your hair back. Because whenever I put it up in a ponytail, it just gets so frizzy. I look like I have boy hair because you can't see the ponytail in the back. <laughs> so like uh, pigtails are a good, they're a good compromise. They're cute. Thank you. I bleached the uh, the green out of the bottom of my hair, oh, so yeah. now it's just like this bright orange. And yes, I'm okay, it. that's also what looks different. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like an aloof boyfriend when it comes to people cutting their hair. I'm always like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yes, that was weeks ago. Thanks for noticing. Well, Javi didn't notice at all. I did this like days ago, and then like last night I was like, hey Javi, hey Javi. Do you like my hair? And he was like, it looks nice. And I was like, look at it first and then tell me that. And he was like, yeah, it looks good. And I was like, did you notice any? I got the green out. And he's like, yeah, it looks nice. I was like, he's okay. like, yeah, yeah, I knew. See, that's yeah, me sure, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I totally saw and noticed. Yeah, yeah. See, I did notice something with yours. I just couldn't place it at the if moment. I, it's okay. If I want someone to notice something about my appearance, I will literally, I'll say, hey, did you notice this about my appearance? Hey, idiot, look at this. Look at this really quick. <laughs> I'll just be like, look at my hair. I, not even a hello. No subtlety here. Mm-mm. Anyways, welcome to that pretentious book club. Welcome. I said it before, but I was choking through laughter while Spoons choked through cat hair. I'm Spoons and that's Wheezy. Uh-huh. And we're also Kendall and Ash and yep. this is our podcast. It's our podcast. It's our podcast. Actually, it's I, I like to think it belongs to everybody in the club because it's a club. <laughs> this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make the podcast. It's our podcast. No, it's our, our collective podcast. It's the collective podcast. We're all in the club together. We're all in, in this together. together. If you didn't sing that in your head, you might be too young. Maybe you're for not this in the podcast. club. <laughs> Maybe you're out of the club. Javi loves High School Musical. Good. I know it's good, but it's just like when I first met him, and he was like, "That's like my favorite thing. I know all the songs." And was singing the songs in the car. I was like, just so unpredictable <laughs> with like, your vibes mm, this is chaotic <laughs> i love it I, <laughs> so it's exactly honestly you. that's exactly what it was <laughs> i was like none of this fits and i'm really enjoying it i have no idea what to expect from this man because he's just like you you know kind of like gruff like you know guy <laughs> stuff you know fighting and video games and fighting some more yeah and then he was like we're all in this and i was like what is happening yeah that and then like there's a couple other things that was like, like his cat oh. thing like he's like the cat thing and doors um just outing him on the pod well your zodiac sign aries yes um y'all are chaotic oh you know <laughs> this is just like a thing yeah it, it honestly it shows and he's he's libra which is very like a balance. scales of justice balance yeah and i'm like 
but what if we just tip those a little bit? Which he's like, stop it. And I'm like, this is really fun. Wait, is this, uh, is this the Serpent and Dove? Honestly, oh my God. Okay, have, okay. I was literally thinking about this and I was like, Ash, you have such main character syndrome. Don't you freaking do it. I knew you were going to do this. I was like, okay, as soon as I started reading this book, I was like, Ash is going to really relate to Lou. I really, I really did. And I, but I started the book intending not to. I was like, no matter what, I'm not going to like try and relate to her unless it's totally natural because I know I get main character syndrome so bad and I know it's annoying. It's the obnoxious thing to do. So I was not going to do it. But then over and over again, I was like, but this is really familiar. And I was like, don't do it, Ash. But I was like, but it's true. Well, even I noticed it. So it can't be too narcissistic of you. That makes me feel good. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm trying to like tone down the main character syndrome to like maybe like 80% of the time. I think it's fine to be you know you're the main character of your story you know? I don't know if it's like intense empathy or intense narcissism it's like one of the two <laughs> but with this book it was also just like wow this character like the dynamics here are very familiar Ugh, the dyna- oh my god yeah and also very uh Nina Matthias for sure very much so yeah 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 in a lot of ways. It was very much Although, so. if anything, Matthias is, like, stodgier than Reed is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. I know. Um, I didn't think I was going to like this book, and I ended up really enjoying this book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of had heard, like, good things and some, like, not so good things, but mostly good things, and I was like, yeah, it'll be a good time. And then I have to admit, the first, the beginning of it, did not grab me at all. Like, it took me a while to get into it. But then once I was into it, I was like, okay, I'm into it. You know? Yeah. I got really vested. Mm-hmm. But that was probably, like, halfway through, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, really? Yeah. I was really invested into, like, the last, uh, like, quarter of the book. And then I was suddenly, like, not. And I was what? like, what is happening? That's when it got crazy. I know. I, I think hmm. I think that, is like. Because, like, Lou was kind of absent. Uh, maybe because she was kind of absent, yeah. yeah. And I, I went in there with, like, intention to, mm-hmm. like, not have main character syndrome. And I was not going to, like, get really attached to the main character. And I wasn't going <laughs> to, like, like, I didn't want to just like Lou because she was out of control. Because I was like, no, no, there has, you have to actually like other things about her character. Like, you can't just be like, that's my favorite character because they're chaos. That's, you know, that's yeah. not deep at all. You need to think deeper about this, Ash. But then she kept being so great. I was like, God, I I can't, I just love her. I can't not love her. <laughs> it was so hard. Yeah, so we, can, we can't find the person who, re- who recommended Serpent and Dove to us, but we are very grateful. And uh, if you're not on Instagram anymore, send us an email at contactwiththatpretentiousbookclub.com and we will credit you with this for, because thank you so much for giving the gift, giving us the gift of this book. <laughs> the gift of the, am- the huge ampersand snake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love the cover The of gift of... Uh, me further entrenched in main character syndrome <laughs> more than ever before <laughs> whoops because literally the because the day i made the decision not to i happened to read a book where the main character Oof. was strong ash vibes that's fate telling you not to give it up that is but then am i just like really annoying <laughs> we're just talking about this i have this strong suspicion that i'm like almost intolerably annoying and the main character syndrome <laughs> not your audience you know they're not your audience yeah, they're not my they're not my audience that's right the audience has to think i'm the main character is it really hot in here <laughs> a little hot <laughs> i feel like you worked yourself up and now you're like oh my god is it hot <laughs> Fanning myself with my shirt. Oh, that does feel good, though. It does, which means it's too hot. I'm going to I'm gonna cool it off. Let's um, turn the fan off. Hey, I've got a great idea, because I said I have a surprise for you. How about while I turn on the fan, you, uh, I don't know, go to our website. 
real quick. Just, oh just take God. a look at our website. I love this because it means that you knew I didn't look at the website before this. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't look at the website. <laughs> this is Ash being like, listen, I know that you're the worst member of the host. Well, I was like, why would you have to? There's nothing on there of interest. Yeah, that's right. In my defense, there's. I didn't know there was going to be anything interesting. Oh, it's different. It is different. Oh, there's me there's holding you. Yennefer. Oh, no. Everybody, that's Yennefer if you go to the website. Yeah, that's Yen-Yen. Oh, and there's Ash holding <laughs> a crow. I looked at a bunch of pictures oh from God. the pod. It was the best one of me. This is amazing. Yeah, take a look at our tabs at the top. We have a new one. The merch one? There's a merch tab. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry I just screamed into your... Um, <laughs> ears your ears but <laughs> these are cute as hell <gasps> yeah the fanny pack i put that on there for you i thought you'd like it it comes in two sizes <laughs> so you can have a tiny one or a big one. Oh my yeah. god we got merch <laughs> i love this notebook oh my god we have a mask we have masks that's yeah. cute i like Full the disclosure mug. i also ordered you a one of the baseball shirts it just hasn't come yet <laughs> <laughs> everyone to get a shirt so I got one for me and one for you and one for Javi even though Javi doesn't listen well he's the official podcast husband yeah exactly oh I like the crop top isn't that great there's two there's that one that other one that says uh, the the other one is like a longer crop top but it's okay but yeah so it's like it's like a three-fourths top it's like a three-fourths top exactly (laughs) to go with your three-fourths baseball (laughs) but I love how I am also (laughs) this is a surprise to everybody else in the club that's why I wanted I wanted this moment on on air mostly because i was like kendall's gonna be so excited maybe her excitement will infect other people and everyone's gonna see how cool this website is because i put a lot of work into <laughs> guys, it guys it looks so good go check out all of Weezy's hard work and get yourself a fanny pack they're Dude, so cute for real the fanny pack club anyways i had a really good time making it actually i was suddenly like okay i have like a day without an extra project what should i how about i do this really big thing and then i did i love it and I, i've been waiting because i've been wanting to tell you this whole time but i was like no hold it save it save it and so this is why i was trying to get people to like tell us like what would you like to see on merch hint hint because i'm doing a bunch of merch stuff right now <laughs> well i think we should go with uh official pod nurse's suggestion ryan get in here ryan get in here <laughs> maybe our best and most repetitive joke cheers, cheers of all time <laughs> ryan get in here <laughs> oh it's a good one i tried to explain to my sister why it was funny for the purpose of graphic designing and she was like mm-hmm. and i was like you said you listen to the pod and she was like I do. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> well, it's hysterical, though. I don't know how you don't see it. Ugh, nobody appreciates us. I know. <laughs> nobody appreciates us like us. It's it's just going to be you and me purchasing everything off the merch <laughs> store. Me with a shirt, a shirt that says, you can always trust the dot org, and a hat that says, Ryan, get in here, and I'm going to look like an idiot, and everyone's going to be like, who's what? <laughs> no, no. Haley will know, and Elise will know. Elise, our Instagram darling. Oh, yes, queen. Hi, Elise, by the way, if you're listening. She's like, what the hell? She's like, don't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> we love that you interact yeah. with us on Instagram. Maybe we are really, like, like starved for attention, <laughs> like, for friendship. That's what it- I'm never, like, I feel like posting this is totally futile. No one's going to see it because I'm like, at least Elise will see it. <laughs> Elise is like listening now like I'm not listening to the podcast yeah, anymore like, they're too is- attached to me what the hell this is too much pressure <laughs> I didn't ask for this just I kidding just wanted, like just some kidding. chill listening yeah <laughs> no just kidding anyways um Elise we'll send you some free merch reach out I'm so sorry we did this to you I will send you something go go pick whatever you want from the store I'm serious <laughs> 
she's like, I don't want your merch. I'm done listening. Like, yeah, no, you don't get it. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> Everybody, I have decided in my brain, and I didn't tell you. <laughs> secret secrets all around. <laughs> I've decided I think we should extend the giveaway. I was thinking the same so thing. We can, so everybody, if you're listening to this now, go. You're in luck. You're in luck, baby. <laughs> go, to, go to our Instagram. There is. Right now. Right now. Right now. Because you won't do it. Now. You'll forget. Are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it now. Don't forget. Last week, we posted a little giveaway announcement. We're mm-hmm. doing a Shakespearean giveaway. This is going to be so good. Guys, it's going to be lit. This is why we're giving you extra time. Yeah, because so. we want you to get it. Also, I think we're still waiting for the stuff for the giveaway, so we have time. Yes. <laughs> okay, but that's because we got stuff all from independent artists, small businesses, and the Globe Theater itself. So this is like the coolest giveaway, it's you gonna guys. It's going to be great. Like, you guys are going to love it. Also, I have another idea for something I'm going to throw in there. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'll tell you later. Okay. But it's not a big deal, but I was just like, <gasps> we have to give them that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And With a special you surprise. Better enter. What it's about very so many easy. surprises? What a good episode already. Yeah, this is, this is fun. I tried to surprise Javi once. I brought him like muffins when he was at work. And his, his surprise face just looks like. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> like, like deeply concerned and upset. And I was like. I'm sorry. And he was like, what? Why? And I was like, are you embarrassed that I like brought you muffins at work? And he was like, no, it was really nice. Are you sure? I was like, so you don't really like surprises, do you? And he goes, no, I like surprises. And I was like, you don't have to lie. You so don't like surprises. Oh, <laughs> he's not a surprise person. Well, uh, this episode, I think we already said we're doing Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahurin. Mahurin, did we ever learn how to say her name? No. Oh, shit, that's my job. <laughs> Her website is very cute. Mm-hmm. Did you see her website? I did not, but I'm... Look how cute ooh. the font is. Ooh, did you read... Okay, did you read her bio in the back of the book? I'm sure you did. I have it the audio really book. funny. Oh, do you want me to read the back cover? Yes. It's very funny. Okay, so this is like one of the best. Also, look how cute she is. Also, goth vibes. Yeah, she's very Apparently, cute. Apparently, we we're really into the goth authors. Kind of like Lee Bardugo vibes, yeah. yeah. Like if Lee Bardugo were brunette, this is like her sister. <laughs> yeah. That's They'd probably get along. Like. I think they would for sure. So her little, her um, bio in the back of the book says, uh, Shelby Mahern grew up on a small farm in rural Indiana where sticks became wands and cows became dragons. Her rampant imagination didn't fade with age, so she continues to play make-believe every day with words now instead of cows. When not writing, Shelby watches The Office, same girl, and reads voraciously. She still lives near that childhood farm with her very tall husband and semi-feral children. I was, like, crying at the last part. I was like, very tall husband, semi-feral children. I was like, I only hope that I have this approach to my own life in the future. Okay, I also, her birthday is not readily available. Dang it. Does anybody know but Shelby Mahern's sure birthday? But I'm sure that Catherine will once again find it and then send it to me, and then I'll have to do a red pen point. Yay. Or I'll just bring it up next week. <clears throat> Ooh, I have a red pen point. Okay. Hooray. Oh, good. I totally ignored all the notes I put, so I'm glad you touched on the giveaway, because that was on my notes oh, that I good, couldn't even great. look at. Uh, here's the red pen point. So next week, I'm actually not going to be here. I'm going to be at my special mermaid retreat. Yay. Um, hooray. It's finally happening. Did I make a tail that I spent 45 hours on that then I had to toss? Yes. Did I make a brand new tail and think it was done until only today, an hour ago, go, actually, it needs more work? Yes. Yes. So, and what about it? And what about it? Yeah. <laughs> so that and I've been doing my training, my freediving training. I can now fairly easily swim back and forth across the pool all in one breath so I'm feeling pretty good about it watch me get there and like look really dumb just like 
just for some reason become totally incompetent (laughs) because that would be my move. I don't have good experiences with large groups of people. Like I in public school got bullied pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, people are out to get me. So why would I want to go be around people? And I have to go be around people. And they're all like, like somebody like had posted and was like, so I, I have all of these mermaid tails. Which one should I bring? I think I'll bring three. And I was like, okay, I have one. <laughs> so this is, this is what I'm walking into voluntarily. So it's going to be a good time, but also it might be a stressful time in the social aspect for Ash because she is not socially where she should be. Well, I think knowing going in is better than getting there and then being like oh god what did I sign up for you know yeah you've been prepping yourself for I think if I think maybe if I think worst case scenario anything will be better yeah because I doubt it's gonna be bad I honestly think think it's gonna be great I think realistically it'll be a good time I think you're gonna meet some really nice people and I might be taking it farther than I'm willing to accept (laughs) (laughs) the mermaid community I thought they were all nice ash (laughs) they're supposedly very supportive of each other but I'm like you're what of what ew (laughs) it'll be a good time you're like you're like oh I don't want to go They're, they might be mean to me and then I'm like what if they're nice and you're like oh I hate that <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true wow so basically there's no winning see I'm thera- thera- therapeutic me yeah therapeutic you <laughs> god was- what would I do without you doctor oh, Dr. Spoon. yes tell me about your mother <laughs> <laughs> what's hysterical is my mom is great I, know. I don't know why I have this issue because a girl in kindergarten yeah. told me there's not enough Makeup you do in know water. why. <laughs> you immediately went, because a girl in kindergarten. <laughs> I think her name was like Sarah or something. I just remember that all the little girls with straight blonde hair were named Sarah. And there was just an inordinate God, number of so them. true. Yeah, I know. And there was an inordinate number of little girls with straight blonde hair in my class. And I was the only one with curly hair and one of the few brunettes. So... At some point or other, it must not have been kindergarten because I wouldn't have remembered. It was probably second or third grade. Mm-hmm. Said that there wasn't enough makeup in the world to make me pretty. Oh my god! Which is like not even a clever burn, but when you're in second or third grade, it doesn't matter. She went you for know? the jugular, you know. <laughs> she really did. She and was like, "I'm not about wit right now. I'm about like evil." Yeah. So I already like did not was not having a very good time, and some of the boys were bullying me just because mm-hmm. little boys are just like they really don't know when to stop. So like, so true. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So there was that, and then in fifth grade, I had like this horrible teacher who was it was rough. Like we talked to the vice principal. And and my mom was a teacher, so she's not, like, she will almost never take the parent's side, uh-huh. like, over the teachers. So the fact that my mom was like, this is out of hand, says something. But I guess the vice principal was, like, kind of, like, besties with this teacher. This teacher would call us stupid, and she would make us walk by other classes and go, that's what a good class looks like. And I'm like, this is not positive reinforcement. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh. so I had a really bad time. Yeah. So now I'm just, like, large groups sound like horrible to me no I mean, but i'm valid. sure this will be fine <laughs> besides all that and my trauma and i mean i we voluntarily created this community of people but there's also a bit of space between us it's like the group this is the only like large group of people where if we were to all get together we would like all like sit down with a drink and some snacks and read and i'm like perfect <laughs> the perfect social scenario <laughs> well maybe that'll be the case you know yeah you tell everyone there i have this bitchin podcast oh <laughs> i literally am hoping some of the merch that i order for myself gets here in time so i can like wrap our pod while i'm there but here's what's gonna happen is they're Conversation gonna starter. <laughs> exactly but then they're gonna listen and be like you said what about everybody and i'm like i didn't know you yet 
<laughs> so hello no, if you uh <laughs> if you meet me next week and you're listening back i'm sure you're great and lovely i have anxiety and other issues <laughs> so. very clearly it's me not you <laughs> oh god everybody in the club we're all wishing you good luck and the best good ocean i don't know what what am I good ocean? <laughs> you know, I hope that ocean is real good for you. I'm not even gonna be in the ocean. I hope that pool just is we're excellent. Gonna be in, we're gonna be in fresh water. I hope that fresh water. Yeah, where is it again? It's in some springs somewhere. But like, what state? Florida. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not crazy for me to think ocean. Ocean? No, no, no. it's okay. not crazy at all. I hope that spring is just out of control. Good for. For swimming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for thank that. You, thank you. And I'm not alone in wishing you that. Everyone Thanks in the everybody club for wishing me all the told support. me to tell you that in those words. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did a really bad job of uh, good lucking you, but yeah, good luck. I appreciate it. It's going to be great. I appreciate it. Good ocean. Good ocean. <laughs> good ocean. <laughs> Hotman. Hotman. <laughs> Flamio. That's hysterical. Excellently placed. Good ocean. That's the water tribe one. <laughs> good ocean. Well, this was this has been a good time. Do you yeah, want to tell me a good time? Oh yeah, the Well, okay. So Shelby, a uh, lovely girl. Um, this uh, Serpent and Dove is her debut novel. Ooh la la. And our very own Sarah has a quote on the front. I did notice that. Sarah. I was like, Sarah? From, from elementary school? Blonde, straight-haired Sarah. <laughs> Sarah J. Moss. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I totally started saying I was going to give my red pen point, and then I didn't. You guys, oh, I'm so sorry. so chaotic today. <laughs> I know when I'm, like, thriving. That's why I'm, like, sweating, as I'm just, like, high energy right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, um, here's our red pen point. So due to the fact that I'm going to be gone next week, uh, and us having to use a previously recorded episode. And it's, I mean, this is an episode that has been long awaited. Very exciting. We got our special guest, uh, Carissa Harlow, my college roomie and amazing writer. Uh, we recorded it in advance. So we're releasing it while I'm gone. So that's what, that's the next episode you're going to get mm-hmm. is on A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yay, Akatar. Mm-hmm. Akatar by Sarah J. Moss. So I know that's a big, that's a big thing in the bookish community. So Indeed, indeed. So we did. And uh, you're going to have a lot of feelings, regardless on what side of the spectrum you sit in regard to liking the book. Uh, there's going to be a lot of feelings on both sides and uh-huh. it's going to be great, but it means that we are doing two new books instead of a new book and then a classic. So that means we're going to be doing two classics in a row next. Hell yeah. So our order is a little bit messed up. So I just wanted to say, sorry, we didn't warn you guys sooner. I actually only just realized this like a few days ago and I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't think of it either. we're doing two, uh, two modern books in a row. So special two, stuff two spicy ya's we get, in a yeah, row exactly and they're two spicy ya's yeah. so if you're into spicy ya slash new adult we this, this is for you. Uh, <laughs> this is for you and then we're gonna do two classics um Yay. and then we'll be back to our normal programming hooray that was back my regular point. scheduled programming Indeed. that was good because it, thank you you know sarah ties in so okay. sarah exactly. j moss author of a court of thorns, thorns and roses says that it's a brilliant debut full of everything i love which, that makes sense. Good for her. I could see that for her. I could definitely see that for her. I was like, I'm sure she's loving this sweet, sweet making out. What are all these debut out. novels? Because this is her, this is Shelby Mary's I know. Debut. I'm like, okay, so we know Shelby must have written something else before something this. Something else before. This, this is published. just the first published. Exactly. So does it ever make you wonder, like, what's going to be your debut? Because, like, you've yeah. written a lot and so have I. We all have, and we both have books that we're really attached to. But what if none of those are going to be the debut? I, str- I strongly feel that that's the case for me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the case for me, too. The books that I'm currently writing are just so weird. 
that there's yeah. just they have there's no way they're gonna get like officially published through like a traditional <laughs> means it's not gonna happen you're like i know this and i accept it and I, it's all good i accept it i'm still querying it on the off chance i like get like a really weird literary agent but not the alien book i'm gonna give that one to you guys special yeah that's gonna <laughs> on my that's own. also gonna be on the merch page. <laughs> it'll be on the merch page <laughs> oh god just kidding okay um yeah so I, i'm curious about um shelby's Oh, you know, first thing she wrote. Or like, you know, I'm curious about everybody's first thing. Like, what was it? We should Who remember to it? ask that for um, our authors we're interviewing this season. That's <gasps> right, guys. We're interviewing some real life successful authors. So cool. Yeah. Guys. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> but we can, we should remember to ask them uh, what was uh, their we first should. thing that they wrote. So true. Write that down. Okay. So true, waifu. So true, waifu. <laughs> so, uh, Shelby. Wait, no, remind me. I need you to record that on my phone. It's going to be your new text tone. <laughs> so true, waifu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I'm so happy. Shelby, her first book. Her first book is Herbert and Dove, and it came out in 2019. And then the sequel, Blood and Honey, Ooh. which I love that title. I was about to say, that is like an amazing title. It's really good. It's uh, Titles are so hard. Do you think that like her publisher suggested these titles or she came up with them? God, I don't and know. And do you think if she came up with them, she would help me come up with them? <laughs> the Shelby? titles were my books. Um, hey, Shelby, come on the pod. Uh, <laughs> hey, Shelby, it's uh, uh, totally innocent. Uh, no ulterior <laughs> motives, but like... <laughs> Could you like, name my books for me, please? Hey, Shelby, uh, it's your best friend, uh, Kendall. <laughs> uh, she'd be like, so I'm here to talk about my book. And we're like, no, 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 that was a trick. You're not here to talk about your book. Uh, we're here to talk about my book. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this and workshop it for me? Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, so <laughs> Blood and Honey came out in 2020. And then Gods and Monsters is the third one. And I believe it just came out. Yes, it just came out July 27th. Yay. And it's gotten great reviews. Ooh la la. Yeah, so that's really fun. Also, I thought it was important to note that her Instagram bio is NYT and indie best-selling author of the Serpent and Dove series. And then she also says, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> she said she loves the office, know, so it makes sense. It cracks me up. That's hilarious. I, that is like one of the best quotes it's of all It's so times. good. Oh, random update. Very quickly, Javi now has a Twitch stream. So if you hear him shouting and yelling in the other room, it's because he's live streaming uh, his Twitch stream. He's Javi Badger, if you're a gamer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, drop his drop Javi his Badger. It's Javi Badger. Um, there's a lot of profanity. This is not, this is a mature stream. I don't go listening to it. If you are easily offended or don't like profanity, please. Because worse then you us. will hate me. Oh, worse than us. We bleep out our... <laughs> Profanity. I know. I'm just warning I think them. We're very tame. We are it's so tame. Da- it's dialed up like about a thousand. His stream. So <laughs> not all the time, but sometimes when it's when it's up, it's up. <laughs> when it's down, it's down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna get another drink. Elevators to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I just like got red lipstick all over my mouth because I was gonna like scream with laughter, but I didn't want to scream into the. Microphone. So I stopped my own mouth. Is there lipstick all over my face? No. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm, I'm... going to take my bra off real quick. Okay, cool. You do that. Okay, <laughs> go. Okay, go get another drink and pee. We are chaos today. <laughs> we are so chaotic. Oh my God. I'm living for this. <laughs> Woo, bitch. Okay. We're back and it's summary time. We start out. We've got Lou 
slash Louise is Lou. her name. Lou is the the one whom for which I have main character syndrome in this book. But <laughs> for also whom the Beltles. <laughs> for whom the but for whom also I legitimately have a lot of like I really do relate to legitimately. Mm-hmm. And Spoon said so too. So you know what? It's a legitimate Just thing. Just take it. Yeah. Just take it. Take Lou's, it and run with it. She's a bit like me, but she's more. <laughs> she's more, I think, crass. She's wild. She yeah. is wild. She's a little crasser than I, than I would is, be. for sure. I've got that Southern upbringing that prevents me from being that crass. <laughs> like, my, my mama would die. She'd have to give up her pearls and she'd kill me. <laughs> so, like, we're not doing it. <laughs> Anyways, so. Okay, so we start out. We've got Lou. She's with her friend Coco. This is all kind of like set in this like um, alternate version of France. Really. Yeah, it's like France. Yeah, it's, it's like, like medieval France. France. It's like medieval France, but it's like and there's so like it's set with like you know, like a really like like against the backdrop of like a, like heavily like orthodox religious uh, environment, but it, there's witches and stuff. So it, it's also it's like fantasy. But it's not it's like set against like medieval France, but it also feels like maybe it's just a medieval world like France. Yeah, I was a little bit like, this is wild that she did this because it's yeah. not France, but everything is French. Hang and also on. we said she looked like Bardugo. Bardugo did this with Russia. She's done this with France. Yes. Is this a thing? It's a thing. <laughs> but also like it's literally Christianity. Yeah, it's which Christianity. is it's another weird thing for me because like, that was if weird you're gonna too. make it if you're gonna make alternate it, France, make it alternate everything. It's how yeah. Why is it not yeah. alternate Christianity? Yeah, that was the thing. Every single time, they, like <laughs> it quoted the Bible, I was like, I am. I just kind like kind of like pulled out of the escapism for a second because I was like, well, that's actual life. Yeah, it was very weird because I, I almost was like, I'm just accepting this as just like history with magic <laughs> this is just you know? history plus magic but it kind of wasn't yeah. france so that there was, was also weird. yeah exactly i don't know it was weird it was weird because like the Sh- chassers chassers whatever how you Chasser. say it yeah chasser um, their whole uh their whole purpose was to like kill witches and hunt out magic and we obviously don't learn about them in history because they weren't real so right, right, or were right, they right, but right, really right, secret right. but they weren't secret in this world <laughs> they were so not secret it was, yeah it was weird it was almost too close to history yeah it was like a little bit confusing because of that it was definitely a choice yeah it was and a choice. i was like wow i would never have the guts to make this yeah, choice <laughs> I, exactly i very much enjoyed it but yeah i don't think i would have i don't think i would have done it quite so closely anyway so we start out and uh, again, I'm yeah, I've, guys. I've decided. I just told Spoons. I decided I'm not going to try and take notes while I read because what happens is it takes me straight out of the story. Then every single time I have to stop to make a note. So it's a little bit hard for me to do the summaries without my notes. But I literally cannot enjoy the book <laughs> and take notes <laughs> on it. Take vigorous notes the whole time. So we start out with uh, Lou and Coco. They are like they're trying to like come up with a way to get this ring. Uh, it's this like magical ring called Angelica's ring. They're both witches. That's all we know. We know that Lou is a dame blanche, blanche, dame blanche, blanche, blanche. blanche. Mm-hmm. I uh, if remember. you're French, you probably know how to pronounce that. I don't. And then a dame rouge, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure about that one. So a red witch and a white witch, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're friends, which is funny because these these two different covens of witches are not friends. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, so they're trying to find Angelica's ring. Uh, they've got this friend Bass, who Lou's like been like seen totally casually though, but like you know, <laughs> they've been sleeping together and stuff. But there's Lou has no attachment. She's very to much him, like really. I do not care about him. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. She's like he he would never protect me. So this is a really interesting theme that we start with right away. She's like Bass is great, but I know he would like you know 
like yeah. give me up in a second sell mm-hmm. me out in a second i know that like he'll he'll act like he'll speak as if he would protect me but he would never protect me so we start with this really interesting thing where like it implies that she would really enjoy or like really appreciate a someone who loved her and protected her yeah she values that she val sure. exactly she values that so i, I liked that there i feel like it was a pretty obvious theme yeah. But I really enjoyed it, and I didn't care. I guess I, I noticed that, but you really spelling it out. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, so they basically, they go eavesdrop on um, Madame LaBelle, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, who uh, basically runs this, like, brothel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's meeting with, uh, what's his name? He's Tremblay. The, Tremblay. This, with this, like, Viscount or Lord or something, Tremblay, mm-hmm. uh, who basically they're talking about the ring. This guy has been selling magical items that belong to witches, right? Um, that were, I guess, like, stolen from witches. He's been selling them on the black market. And so they're like, he probably has the ring. And so basically they eavesdrop within the brothel to figure out, oh, he's the one who has the ring. And now they're, like, they're figuring out a way to get the ring. And this is all just, like, these first, like, two chapters are really just setting up for the whole rest of the story. Yeah. I kind of felt like this part could have been shorter. Yeah. Because it was literally all just, like, structure for the rest. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, no, at the I same agree. time, we learned valuable things about the character, so I don't know. I Yeah. I, I We did learn valuable things, but also I was, like, really wasn't into it for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know. Because, like, it was cool. It Something was Something cool. about it just wasn't grabbing me. I guess that's probably a me problem. It felt like almost like a different, uh, like a slightly different, like I expected a different plot based on how the book started. So than the did one I. That we got. Yeah. Yes. Because I was very much like, okay, I think I know where this is going. And then it was not all Yes, exactly. That. That's exactly like what it was. So uh, so they're going to go and they're going to get this ring. And But then um, before that happens, uh, Lou, she's, so they're they're thieves, but also witches. But nobody knows they're witches because in this world, witches get hunted. <laughs> How badass is that? They're so thieves, cool. but also, also witches. witches. <laughs> but also witches. But nobody knows because uh, being a witch is a bad thing to be in this in this land. It is bad. <laughs> these these chasseurs will get you. <laughs> They'll get you. They'll get you really good. Bad. Um, they'll kill you and they'll, I mean, they'll burn you on the stake. <laughs> they'll retire you. They'll retire you. <laughs> Oof. Oof. So, uh, so Lou, Louise, who only exclusively goes by Lou, which I also noticed this, and you're going to like kill me with your eyes for this. Because your name is Ashley and but you go yes. by Ash. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't notice that till, till as I was sitting there reasoning with myself, Ash, you no main character syndrome ash no 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 and then, I, and then like this evil little voice was like but she was a lou who was louise and you're an ash who was ashley in and i was like shut up <laughs> god so anyways oh my god what is what That's am so i funny. i'm trying to grow as a person but then like this just, book stopped it just say it's fine you can be like louise fine i'm like, like lou. louise but i'm still trying to get out i'm trying to break free of my main character syndrome uh-huh. so but with this book, it was a bad one to start with. <laughs> yeah. It, there's some similarities. You need to do something like crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> something, nothing like you. You know what? Let me just think about A Court of Thorns and Roses because I did not relate to that main character. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you should have read Akatar. <laughs> Actually, that one's a good example. Maybe I'm not totally main character syndrome because I didn't feel it then. Anyways, big divergence. Back we go to the story. Let's um, read Divergent. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of liked her too. Oh my God. Only in the first book. Actually, I didn't read the book i only saw the movie so i wouldn't know but in the movie i was like okay a little bit still not really those books are crazy well i okay i only read the first one i didn't read them because i knew what happened reading them and i was like i won't do that (laughs) (laughs) that's not me i knew what happened in the third one because i was reading them kind of late and Mm -hmm. so when i finished the first one i was mad because my main my favorite character died yeah and then i was like oh that's what happens in the third one okay i'm not reading them (laughs) so 
that's what that's somebody did to the Hunger Games for me, and I was like, well, now I'm furious, and I will not read. The oh rest. my god, I can't believe you haven't read the freaking Hunger Games. I've read the first one and part of the second one, but then somebody told me what happened in the third one, and I was like, I won't, I refuse, I'm done, I'm done with the series. Which one was it that got you, Prim or Finnick? What? In the third book. In the third. How it ended. The ending of the third book. Somebody told it to me. How all the characters end, including Peta, and I was like, I'm furious. Well, Peta ends up all right. What? I mean, comparatively, what? lots of them are dead. Doesn't he like? Spoiler alert! Doesn't he like forget who she is or something? No, 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 no. What? The- I'm furious. You gotta freaking read those books, girl. <laughs> somebody <laughs> said that he got amnesia. Like, there's somebody like that's they gave not him the amnesia. end of the book. That's okay, not the end. He, are they together? Do they yeah. end together? They end up together. We have to add Hunger Games to next season. I can't believe we didn't already. I can't believe that you had the willpower to stop reading Catching Fire. Because Catching Fire is insane. I was very angry. I was very, very angry. Yeah, I hate amnesia too. That would make me mad too I, if that's I what hate. I thought. Listen, writers, don't do it. I know you want to do it. Don't do, do it. You're going to do it. We're going to make us mad. <laughs> I will not read your book. We cannot be the only two people who that bugs, no, though. We can't be. Amnesia is so rarely done in an okay way. It sucks. It sucks so bad. It's like worse than if they died. Yeah, exactly. Okay, back to the story. Anyways, so uh, they've learned, they think, where to find the ring, which is at Tremblay's house. Uh, Tremblay. Guys, I'm so sorry if you know French or you are French. I just apologize in advance (laughs) for my pronunciations of everything in this entire book. Well, okay, the way they said Belle Rose in the audiobook was like Belle Rose. Belle Rose. Yeah, it was like crazy. (laughs) I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, hell no. (laughs) Belle Rose. The Belle Rose. The Belle Rose. And so she's... She's a working woman down at the Bell Rose. A working woman. <laughs> <laughs> a lady of the night. A lady of the... <laughs> I'm thinking about that um that show that's coming out, the uh, Pioneer one. Oh, Oregon it's Trail. Out and I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally going to watch it. Ladies of the night. Um, <laughs> We prefer whores. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Whores. Anyways. Okay. So Lou, uh, they figured out where the ring is. They've gotten a boss, her lover without the love, uh, on board. He's going to help them get in and get the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we, then this is, so this is what kind of threw me. I wouldn't have started with that scene because then we jump to Lou is like hanging out on like a rooftop or something, or she's get, she got like a sweet treat and they're like, they were playing it right. Like the cinnamon buns or whatever, <laughs> Yes, which is hilarious. Cause I've been craving cinnamon buns for the last like <laughs> month and I don't have never craved those. But this last month I've been like, I want a cinnamon bun now. <laughs> like you're going to like cry if I don't get one. Um, so anyways, that was weird, too, because then I read this book, and I was like, Ash. It was just all coming together all for coming you, together. wasn't it? <laughs> it's really clicking. Right when I was like, you have to stop this. And I was like, it's a sign. It's a sign, it's a sign that I can't. Oh, my God. Ugh. Anyways, um, she's in the square. Uh, they've just gotten their cinnamon buns, and there's witches, right? There's, like, this big, like, upheaval where these bunch of, like, witches come into town and make a scene. This was crazy. This was, yeah, this was crazy. This is where you cut, like, a, a like, a 
a little glimpse of like the power that the witches have. Mm-hmm. So they attack the is it the royal family? Yeah. yeah so they attack they attack the the royal family, but it almost seems like it was all just kind of for show. Mm-hmm. Um. So we meet. This is where where we meet Reed for the first time. He's a chasseur, so one of the like witch police people. Uh-huh. Uh. Man, he is very like black and white. Right is right, <laughs> wrong is wrong, and witches are wrong, and they should all die. Every single one of them. God. So. Yeah, <laughs> what he's a definitely a Libra. <laughs> All the Libras are like, "Shut up! How dare you!" But I'm, I'm really referring to my husband. In this world, I'm a concern that my husband would have been a chasser. Damn it! I'm pretty. Sh- oh no, he totally would have been. Oh my god. Okay, I can't. I'm gonna cry because he totally would have. Anyways, <laughs> and then you have to be like, "No, don't be a misogynist." And he's like, "Okay," and then you fall in love <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> Oh, no, exactly like that. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, and Javi will never know because he doesn't listen to the pod. Uh-huh. We can say whatever Loser. we want. Uh, Loser. Um, so Reed is there. He runs into, oh, I should have mentioned, Lou is dressed like a man. Yeah, she so. likes to dress up. Yeah. So She's she lives wild. in the attic of a theater. And I was, oh, another connection. I'm a theater person who oh loves costumes. God. Ooh, now I'm seeing it everywhere. <laughs> However, I don't like to dress like a dude. I actually, like, of all the costumes, like, at, whenever I would, like, audition for something, I'd be like, don't cast me as a man. Don't cast me as a man. <laughs> like, I don't want to dress man, like, yeah. like a man. Uh-huh. If I get the opportunity to wear a big dress, like, with a hoop God, skirt, why that's would you what say I want. No. Exactly. So I'd be like, I don't want to wear man's clothes because the alternative could be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, if it was in a play, like, totally, I would do. Yeah. But sometimes I like dressing in old-timey man clothes. See, I, don't know, I, I, I want to, I want to want it, but I still don't. <laughs> I still don't. Uh, so we are, see, we're unlike in that way. But, um, so she runs straight into Reed. Her mustache falls off. Reed is like, I'm, what is, what? You are a lady, and but you are dressed like a man. And she's like, screw you. Basically, <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, oh my God. And he's like, I'm scandalized. And she was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be really hard not to curse in this episode because Lou is so... She's so profane. She's so profane. She just, like, she doesn't give a shit. No. I mean, she's... Yeah, anyways, it's... Their first meeting is kind of hilarious. He's just, like, scandalized. <laughs> yeah. This Most of this book, he's just scandalized Very by Lou. Much. And she's just, like, cackling with delight yes. at that. And I'm Basically. like... <laughs> Get him, girl. Let's go. <laughs> Five stars. Five pinkies up all around. Five pinkies up for Lou being scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, okay, uh, we move on. They actually, so that's really, I feel like the whole purpose of that was to see the witches in action, Reed and Lou. Yeah. So now we know Lou is a witch and a criminal. Mm -hmm. Reed is a chasser. He's a witch hunter. The witches are terrifying. The witches are scary. Very scary. Okay, so Emily also read And they've got a thing against the royal family. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And she, I was talking to her about it. Because I knew she liked it a lot. And I was like, man, these witches are terrible. I kind of wasn't expecting them to be like this evil right off the bat. And Uh she was like, I know. She was like, when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, right. As if I'm going to side with the medieval church. And then she was like, damn it. I know. Oh, that kept happening over and over again. I'd be like, okay, I'm back on the witch's side. And then I'd be like, oh, I am not on the witch's side. Then I'd be like, okay, I'm back on the witch's side. I'd be like, oh, no. Over and over again. God, it's painful. No, I do think that that is a theme of the book, though. It is because, the point. That's like, the whole point. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. Lou yeah. t- totally spells it out at the end. Yeah, she, she really does. <laughs> you didn't need to guess what you were supposed to learn from this book. Lou is like, here's what I learned from my life. And you're like, got it. Okay. You're like, ah, uh, yes. Taking point notes. <laughs> Uh, so we move on to the heist. So the heist, the heist, 
uh, creepy as hell to break the lock to get in. Basically, with a uh, Dom Blanche, uh, everything's about balance. So if you you have to like basically you can all the witches see patterns and the patterns are different for every witch but you have to give something to get something so to open the lock the pattern happened to be that lou had to like break a finger twice so she broke two fingers trying to get in and i hated that i dude it like made me sick i was like this is like and i don't think i'm that squeamish but like the way they described it was the way they described it was horrible anyway so gross <laughs> so they, they they do get in she magic some of the guards and then they get in they get the ring and they're about to get out but then uh-oh there's uh i believe madame labelle tremblay has come back mm-hmm. uh the guards are there and then now the chasseurs are there yeah everybody's so great. everyone's here <laughs> everyone's there the whole gang um she, they do have the ring they haven't gotten out yet it's her and bass inside and coco downstairs and um carbonation is getting me okay we're good um see my mom would be like give me your pearls (laughs) just for that (laughs) um so the they can smell the magic so in this world magic has a smell i really 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 like that i've never seen that done before but apparently magic has this really like astringent type smell i loved this i loved that too I, it was like the first thing I really liked about the book that they the description like of the magic. Start, I think it starts out with a line about how magic smells. I'm pretty sure it's like the first line. Yeah, like it has like you can like feel it and kind of smell it. You can and smell it, yeah. It's so there's good. something haunting about a body touched by magic. Most people first notice the smell. Mm-hmm. That's the opening line of the book. It's so cool. So I've never really seen that before. I know, but I like it, and it kind of makes sense because everything does have a smell. Everything yeah. has a smell. Uh, they see the witches in the square. Reed and Lou have run into each other. He knows she's a woman because her mustache almost falls off. Then she like runs away. She like mm-hmm. uh, parkours up a building and she's gone. Yeah. So hooray. Uh, then we move on to the heist. Uh, she, they get caught at the heist. Um, but Coco disappears because she's magic. Mm-hmm. Bass gets caught. They all all see Lou because she's trying to like scale the building. Yes. And they're all like, what is happening right now? <laughs> they don't know that she's a witch. No, they think they that the know. magic is from the one who disappeared, Coco. Mm-hmm. So um, she's scaling this building with her two broken fingers. Reed is like, like just like standing there like, I know her. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the weird little girl man from the square. <laughs> she's kind of like mocking him even as she's like you know got two broken fingers and crawling away and for this i was like lou you are my everything you're everything i want to be way to go girl (laughs) so uh she gets up to the top uh of the building and basically she manages to slip on angelica's ring so or she puts it in her mouth so when she when she wears the ring she's protected from enchantments when she puts the ring in her mouth she can be invisible so she puts the ring in her mouth becomes invisible they don't know where she is they think that the witch did something um she does this while they're distracted because bass makes a big old scene kills one of the chaucers or Mm -hmm. one of the guards or something and then like they take him away and and then lou is like well great Bass is definitely going to tell them who I am. Yeah. Because he has no backbone at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she puts the ring in her mouth, cr- invisibly crawls back down the building uh-huh. and gets away. But so does Bass. So she's like, well, okay. After this, Lou and Coco are at the theater. Coco leaves. Lou's basically like, you have to get out of town. Yeah. And then Lou is like, you know, they don't think I'm a witch. So they yeah. just think I'm a thief. So I'm just going to go back to the attic of the theater where I stay. Mm-hmm. And she's there and she's uh, she's sleeping on the way. But she gets like beat up by like two randos. Ugh, These, those like, guys suck. Yeah, they so suck. It was Andre and Gru or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she also beats the crap out of them back. So yeah. good for her. But um, so she's got like a black eye and like a broken nose. She's not looking good. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping in the attic. She wakes up while... Um, 
like there's this like performance about to happen down in the theater. Uh, this happens to be the day that the archbishop, to whom Reed reports, and Reed was raised by uh-huh. because he was an orphan, uh, for some reason the archbishop was like, we must go to the theater. I have to go meet someone powerful, <laughs> and even though I do not approve of the theater because yeah. I am traditional, oh, or- so like Orthodox oh. medieval religion. Ahaha, we still have to go. Yeah. So you're coming with me. And yeah. Reed's like, oh, really? God, fine. He's like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. But they go. And uh, while they're there, she goes down because she has to use the bathroom. And I was like, this is ash as hell. This is exactly <laughs> what would happen to me. Um, she goes down. She's like, I just really have to pee. See, I have to pee right now. I me always too. have to go to the bathroom. What is, what is this madness? This is so chaotic today. <laughs> no. So she goes downstairs, basically runs into him. And he's like, hang on. You're the thief. I know who you are. And then she tries to run away. But... One thing, you know, leads to another, and they're, like, caught in a curtain, and they're falling on stage, and then he's, like, is he's, like, reaching for her, he accidentally, like, grabs her dress, and it tears the front of her dress, and she's already beat up from the night before. Yeah. So it looks like he's assaulted her. It's very bad optics. It's very bad. <laughs> and they r- fall right on stage. And everyone's like, <gasps> I know. So everyone's horrified, including me as I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Rita's like, wait, no, no, that's not... That's no, this is, I just, this is a thief. I'm trying to like, he like really was trying to keep his cool about it. And the archbishop was like, well, there's only one thing we can do. <laughs> you have to marry her now. You have to get married. And Reed is like, what? Chaucer's really don't get married. Like it's no. allowed because of that. And I did think it was funny because it's, it's that, that Bible verse better to, um, better to like get married than burn with passion. Yeah. It's talking about like monks basically. Yeah. Um, so he's like, it's okay, you know, you're allowed to get married. And in this case, it's going to be the only way to save your reputation. Because even if nothing happened, it doesn't matter because a whole, everyone you know, everyone saw something it. did. Exactly. So it'll ruin your reputation. So Reed is like, is this the only way? And Lou is like, is this really the only way? <laughs> and they're like, unless you want to go to jail. And she's like, well, I don't want to go to jail. Like, yeah. Okay. So they're get like forced into being married which is one of my favorite tropes it was I have to okay say. i had the exact same thought i thought this is one of my favorite tropes and i then i thought this is gonna go really well or really badly because <laughs> it's a trope you can only do really really well or really really badly yes. so i was concerned this whole book because not only is it the forced marriage trope it's also the enemies to lovers trope mm-hmm. which i'm a giant fan of but yes. it is done so much that it is often done so yeah. in a, such a dumb way, like mm-hmm. in such like a cheesy way. Yeah. I was so scared that this was going to be like that because this is also a book that sometimes pops up on like um, like book talk. Uh-huh. Like book talk, if you liked Akatar, you'll yeah. like this. And some of those books, I just have a very strong suspicion are kind of like cheesy. Uh, yeah. I thought like, or are just spicy for the sake of spice, mm-hmm. which is fine, but that's a sp- very specific genre. Yeah. So I was afraid that that's what this was going to be, yeah. especially because it was an enemies to yeah. lovers. Turns out, no. It really wasn't. Really wasn't. Amazingly well done. Enemies to lovers and forced marriage trope. I agree. I thought that the tropes were like really done well. Super done. I was like, this is why we have tropes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just one of the best. You know, I love the, well, I guess we have to get married. It's Uh, so funny every single time. And I love it so much. I also thought like her, like her hatred of Reed from the start, like she's fighting the whole ceremony on the way back. I just thought it was really realistic. I feel like too often in Enemies to Lovers, they stop hating each other too soon. Yeah. I really liked, I felt so much more authentic that she really like was trying to get a rise out of him. 
the entire book like her personality never changed uh-huh. she grew to appreciate things about him yeah which i think is actual but i think too often in, in enemies to lovers tropes what happens is one character totally changes their personality yeah and that's not right and i feel like he didn't do that either he didn't because either i think that obviously he like became a little more lax at, like, yeah. after a while but he's still kind of he's His still the same person changed slightly and her yes. beliefs changed exactly slightly. and i think that's accurate learned from each other exactly if you're going to write an enemies to lovers the beliefs can change the personalities should not change exactly exactly so this was done so well so the whole and it also meant that it was a much slower burn than a lot of enemies to lovers books, yeah but it wasn't too ones. slow no. i was like okay we're getting it felt hit. right it felt like any slower would have been too slow but any faster would have not been realistic this was like the perfect pace of totally a, agree i burn. i really thought that the relationship pacing was done really well i agree the cat is playing with her toy sorry if you guys hear that Jennifer, you've never touched that and now you're gonna <laughs> she's like the mics came out what's loud what's loud in here Oh, she is so That's one cute. of their like five or six wands, wand toys that we own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, they're married now. They have to go live in the Chaucer Tower and everyone's like, ha ha, read. Like all the other Chaucers are he's like. He's like a captain. He's a captain, exactly. <laughs> and there's Jean-Luc who is his, Ugh, um, Jean-Luc. his childhood bestie, but now like kind of a dick because he's really jealous that, uh, that Reed is the archbishop's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So that's rough. So he's just like kind of a dick the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. So, okay, so from here on, it's just, like, I don't want to, like, summarize too fast, but it's basically just a series of, like, them trying to get to know each other. Basically, in like yeah. Yeah. So he's like, tell me about yourself. And she's like, no. And that's basically what keeps happening over and over again. Mm-hmm. They also want to question her about the witch that she knew. Mm-hmm. Coco is there, ironically. Yeah, I mean, he, she gives them a up. different name, but otherwise, like, tells them all about them. And she also tells them about Bass because she thinks that he got away. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like, he's probably, you know, like, off. You know, he's left. Um, so Coco is there. She meets because there's the upper tower. Okay, here's a good subplot to go into. There's the, So the whole upper tower like of the Chaucer's Tower, they won't let her go up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we meet, what's his name? Antoine? Ansel. Ansel. That's what it is. Ansel. My sweet, sweet boy. Ansel is a gem. He is a darling, sweet, precious Spoiler baby. alert, my favorite. I knew. <laughs> I knew. I knew he would be. He's, he's a Kendall. He's for he's Kendall. so cute. I love him. He's so sweet. Oh, my God. He, I loved him. Lou is like, I adore him. He's yeah. precious. I know. I was like, I adore him, too. I w- he's, he's amazing, and I love him so much. <laughs> And then I was like, Kendall will really, really, really love him. I did. I loved him. Yeah. So he's he's precious. Um, so he's like 16. He's kind of like an intern Chaucer. <laughs> he is. He's like the temp. Yeah, he's like the temp. He's like in training, like wants to be, but hasn't really passed to be right. yet. So because Lou like wandered off once and they were like, basically, she's only got like this like torn costume. So the archbishop is like, she cannot wear these clothes. Mm-hmm. She must, you know, wear other clothes that are not, you know, like this, mm-hmm. like bloody and like torn in half. Yeah. So she's like, mm, fine. And she like basically like cons her way out of the tower and goes and like spends the archbishop's money on like pants, like tight pants. Yes. And I was like, yes. And Reed is horrified. He like can't even look at her because he can see the shape of her legs. And he's like, this is so improper. I just... <laughs> Not. Why didn't you get any dresses? Oh, God, this man. I know. So funny. He's like losing his mind twenty four seven. So he based. So he puts Ansel in charge of watching her. <laughs> this goes really, really well. God. She immediately cons Ansel into giving her a quote unquote tour of the Chaucer Tower. Uh, this is when she like finally cons her way into the upper tower, which she walked in and immediately asked about. Like, mm-hmm. so funny. Um. Gets up there. Ansel's like, wait, no, stop. I'm going to get in trouble. We cannot do this. And then 
who is there but Coco, who I was very surprised to find there. Me too. And the whole the whole upper floor smells like magic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what is happening up here? So here's what's happening up there. The Chaucers are taking people who've been afflicted. So people have been being, they've been getting attacked by witches lately and they've been bringing them in from outside of town. Like they've been cursed with like weird different things. Like one woman's got bugs living under her skin. Ugh. Just like really like gross random things. Um, so they've been you know quote-unquote treating them yeah but really they've been like experimenting on them yeah so they've created this like uh this injection that like basically paralyzes mm-hmm. you know whoever they put it on because they're trying to make a weapon to use against the witches yeah but this also means that coco can be up there using magic and nobody can tell because they can't smell the difference between her magic and the magic that's already up there yeah and so this is great news for um for Lou because she's just been like I need to practice my magic more the whole reason she got Angelica's ring as we learn more and more throughout the story is she's running away from someone from a from a she mm-hmm. for like half the book we only hear she she could come she'll find me yeah very I scary. got Angelica's ring so she won't find me it's her mother kind of Akatar vibes in that one too. very strong Akatar vibes yeah, yeah. Um, so the, so the, she is her mother and we learn she's got this scar in her neck that she's very sensitive about. Like she doesn't want anyone to ask her about it. And the scar is from when her mother tried to sacrifice her. So, <laughs> you know, just, you know, just mother things, you know, mother, daughter things. You know, it's a tricky thing. <laughs> mother, daughter Lord. relationships. So her mother is, uh, la dame sorcier sorcier. Listen, I cannot mm, French. She I don't is know. The, the master witch. She's like the queen witch yeah, of the she's like uh, the, like head the Dom Blanche witches. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in charge and Lou is her daughter. So she's like Lou is basically like the princess of the witches. And this is just hysterical because Reed is like, I am the most chasseur that's ever been a chasseur. <laughs> and he was married to a princess witch. Aha, uh-huh, loser. <laughs> Reed, you suck. <laughs> so funny. Um, and this whole book, Reed can just, he just doesn't know what to do with her. And I've said this before, there is nothing I love more than a male character who has no idea what to do with his female <laughs> love interest. This just like, that's my favorite trope of any trope. It's just like the completely dumbfoundedness of what do I do with her? It's like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? She's like singing like really like body pub songs, like Big Titty Liddy. And you're like, <laughs> I love Big Titty Liddy. It's so funny. So good. I was like, that's not too crass for me. This is amazing. I think I need to start singing this. And like I love how she's also a horrible singer. She's yeah. Oh yeah. So funny. It's good. It's fantastic. But she's like, this is also how she cons Ansel into showing her around. Is because she's like, I'm just gonna sing these horribly lewd songs as loud as I possibly can until you do what I want. And I was like, you know, she gets what she wants. So it works. So maybe I need to start doing it. Her methods are effective. They are effective. The biggest problem with me applying these methods, because I have used them before on other people, it does not work on my husband. <laughs> he's like, whatever. Yeah, he's like, do what you want. I don't care. And I'm like, no, really, I'll do it. And he's like, I don't care. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, OK. And then I do it. And he's like, OK, are you happy now? And I'm like, Damn no. <laughs> exactly. So this is where he and Reed differ significantly, yeah. because Reed is dumbfounded. And Reed Hobby's is so like, flustered by everything. So flustered. I just want to fluster Hobby just once, but he's so hard to fluster. He's just like, <laughs> and? And I'm like, oh, the only thing that gives me any power in this life is the ability to fluster people, <laughs> which was really fun with other boyfriends. But I guess that's maybe that's why I married this that's one. That's probably it. That's probably what it is. He's like, uh-huh. And? So what? So <laughs> unimpressed. So annoying. I'll get him someday. It is such strong Matthias Nina vibes. 
I used to do that with my sister, like for fun, like for a power trip. I would follow her around the grocery store with my hands on top of my head, like a shark, like a shark fin. And I go, Donna, Donna, <laughs> Donna. And then I'd race up the aisle and bite her. This was as a girl. I'm a, we're, we're both adults at this point. Oh my God. And she would be so upset. And when we'd go to Ikea, I don't like Ikea. I would only go to follow her around and do really obnoxious prop comedy uh-huh. with everything that I could pick up. Yeah. And she, we, the last time we went together, we haven't gone since, because out in the parking lot, she was very mean. She was like, so done. She was like, you are so embarrassing. I am so embarrassed of you. This, this, and that. Oh and God. like, we got into a big tiff. And my mom was just like, I can never, ever go to Ikea with either of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So they're up there. Um, there's this. They up there. They up there. This, there's this guy, Bernie, who was attacked by witches. And he's like comatose now. But also, he's been treated with this injection so they're like who knows what's the magic and what's the injection at this point but Lou's going up there to practice magic with Coco and Ansel is like besotted with Coco and it's so sweet Coco's Cosette by the way and I love that name yeah um Les Mis yes yeah uh don't actually love Les Mis that much because it's so sad stop it I'll cry (laughs) (laughs) I do love the name Cosette anyways uh French names are like really really pretty they are yeah they really are pretty much like all the names are better than like the most like standard american names i feel like our names are a little bit boring here Brittany, <laughs> Brittany, uh, tiffany tiffany <laughs> jessica sarah sarah we love you all if you're named that by the way these are common names but like if you could have like a different like a french name like wouldn't you i would automatically be like cassette. give me i yeah. want to be cassette so badly yeah <laughs> now i'm just gonna list Lame is characters. <laughs> Eponine. Oh, Eponine. She was my favorite. Anyways. Marius. <laughs> Marius. Okay. So. Angela. What? Angelas. Who? Angelas. Who? Angela. <laughs> Bless you. Gesundheit. <laughs> Wait. It's to be so bad. I'm oh sorry. Go for it. We'll both go. I Run. Just- Okay, so I was worried about our time because I thought like, oh, I haven't gotten through that much of the plot. But then I was flip- flipping through the book just now. And it's more than halfway through what we've talked about so far. Okay, excellent. Which is funny. Okay, so this book is 500 pages. And me, who is obsessed with pacing, must say paced very well. Because I didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was that long. The beginning could have been a little faster. And for me, the ending could have been a little faster. But other than that, I feel like it went fairly quickly. Here's where we differ. <laughs> I felt like the middle, and the, the middle was really good mm-hmm. in terms of, Pacing? In terms of the romance, romance. pacing. No, okay. But I was very much not invested until really. Oh, that's right. You mentioned halfway this. through. Probably, I became invested pretty fast. I think after the first few chapters, after the initially meeting Luke, because I was not invested then, and initially re- meeting Reed, I wasn't invested then. After that, I was invested all the way until like like the last quarter, yeah. and then I had a hard time because I just was like, Give yeah, me the ending. I'm I'm ready for it. Can I confess something to you? Yes, you can. Without you hating me (laughs) i did not like lou until about halfway through she's very easy to dislike she's not a likable person i'm not at all offended was i wasn't mad that i wasn't like oh she's too this or this Uh i was just like i get it she's a she's a thief she's yeah. like whatever like i was very much like was it like the self-destructive tendencies that you were like bugging you because um, i could see that that always that i'm always really impatient with I that i don't know what it was i maybe it was before i knew her very well i was mm-hmm. annoyed with her archetype 
Yeah. That's well, what I was, was afraid. See, I was afraid I was going to be annoyed with her archetype. And then it was too similar to my personal <laughs> archetype. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so there's a good chance that you might have not liked me if we didn't, you know, know each other since babies, since birth. I don't want to think about it. I don't How know, but sad. it's very possible because if you didn't like Lou till halfway through till you knew her more, I think you really might have not liked me unless you grew up with me. <laughs> She's so not like me in many ways. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it was hard I for me to quite this is why get invested with her well, at this first. Is, yeah. Well, this is why I constantly like have a suspicion that people find me really irritating. <laughs> Because I can see from the outside reading about this type of character, I'm like, I can see how people would not like you. And in a way, there's a lot of like power in not being liked. And I, that's the problem is that I know that. And I kind of like that. Yeah. So that's the problem. See, that's what it is because I'm uh, opposite. Yeah. I want everyone to like me. I'm like, I, I want what it is, is I want people to dislike me for the reasons I give them. Oh, wow. Ooh. I'm like, don't dislike me for the things that I actually care about. So I'm just going to give you plenty of things to pick from that I know are dislikable. And I'm, I'm going to play them up. And I'm you going to play them up. <laughs> exactly. If you don't like them, then I'm like, well, I won. <laughs> so it's all the defense mechanism. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I think that. And see, I ended up really liking Lou. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, I and think, I think it was just like when I... you like me, but you grew up with me, so you already knew me. <laughs> I do love... I, of course, I love you. But I also <laughs> think you're not quite as... Um... Lou is worse. Lou is, like, way more pronounced. Her yeah. archetype is the and it archetype. Wasn't, yeah, it was the archetype at yeah. first, which was what was annoying me about it. Yeah. I didn't... Before I knew her, I was like, okay, what yeah. is her... There was the difference. But I mean, I kind of get that vibe, too, because at the beginning, I was still thinking, oh, I'm not going to, like, relate to this main character. Mm-hmm. She's the I, she is my archetype, but she's, you know, like, so, like, she's so much. She's so extreme. And I was like, she's, like, a stereotypical of the archetype was what I was expecting. And then I same thing. Like, about halfway through, I was like, oh, she's still herself. She hasn't, like, flipped. So, I yeah. Yeah. So, I love you and I love her, but it just took me a little longer to I like her. I got you. I'm not offended. That's what I, I'm saying. I liked her from the beginning, but I didn't trust that she wasn't going to become a totally different person until about halfway through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, I get it. Um, yeah. So, God, that was like, yeah, that's all like halfway through. So basically, Madame LaBelle shows up at the Chaucer Tower. She's like, I have to talk to, uh, to Lou and read... So there's been a few times now where Reed's been like really protective of her, which I love. Okay, who doesn't love this? This is the best this trope. Is, <laughs> this is the thing. And this almost always coincides with the enemies to lovers trope is that enemies are willing to do anything it takes to protect the person that they love. Ugh, okay? Very true. Because and they're even, also crazy and passionate. Because they're also crazy and passionate. Exactly. And even though Reed is like the, the he's on the good side of this. So he, you know, he doesn't give the vibe <laughs> sort of I would of. do anything. <laughs> he's yeah. on the lawful side of it. That's She's on the meant. chaotic side That's of exactly it. what uh-huh. I meant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like he wouldn't want people to think that he would do anything for her. But it's mm-hmm. very clear that he would. <laughs> he's straight up like immediately, like within five minutes of them getting married. He yeah, was like, like um, so who hurt you? And I will kill them. Yeah, he's like, where are these where are these scars from I'll, I'll get I'll kill him and I was like I love he was this. like you're my wife and nobody's ever gonna he's hurt like nobody again. touches my wife <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> wife <laughs> that was exactly I him so much time. I love it I, I keep trying to like kind of like like verbally trick hobby into saying that <laughs> because there's something about like 
nobody hurts my wife. Yeah. That's just like a strong wife. thing. But Javi, Javi calls me his girl usually. And I'm like, it's so different. It's not the same. <laughs> He'll be like, yeah, it's my girl. He's like, yeah, I'd protect you because you're, you're my girl. And I'm like, different. It's still cute though. It's, it's still cute, but it's not it's as not dramatic. The same. It's not as dramatic. I want the drama. What is this? He doesn't read the type of books that I read. He still reads fiction, but he doesn't read these. So Make he doesn't get read it. This. Like, be you like, have to be like him. I want you to say the words like he says the words. <laughs> Oh my god, he'd be like, no. It's so true though. Reed is very much like my wife. I'm sorry, my wife, even my when wife, he doesn't like her. I know he I I did love that he constantly refers to her as his wife. I think it took Javi six months to call me his wife after we were married. Six months post marriage. He still sometimes looks at me and goes, Sometimes I forget we're married. And I'm like, that's not alarming. God. <laughs> Don't like that. But he's like, yeah, my ring fell off in the shower and then I almost forgot to put it back on. And I was like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> you he's trying to go to you. That's what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this bait. Let's go. <laughs> You're like, oh, really? Oh, so it means nothing to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, you want to fight? Okay, great. Because I have a lot of energy. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but she also calls him her husband most she does. of the time. And I loved it every there wasn't a single time. Even when they were fighting, there was not a single time that I didn't love when they <laughs> called each other their husband I know. and wife. It's so funny because I've read uh like uh like forced into marriage tropes mm-hmm. before where they're very much like they don't even want to think about it. They're like, yeah. Oh, I hate them. I don't even yeah. want to think about it. But in this one, immediately both immediately. of them were like, My husband, my yeah. wife. Yeah. Even though they didn't like each other. And I like it still somehow felt authentic though. Yeah. And I, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this felt so authentic for a forced marriage and enemies to lovers trope. And yeah. that is so hard. I, but I was like, I could this seems accurate. Yeah. I also like it because I'm not a big fan of and this is why I'm I don't like the Romeo and Juliet trope. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I didn't like the original original one mercutio was the best thing about that story i love the the long-suffering clever quick-witted friend that's my style r.i.p king i know but i don't like the uh star-crossed lovers this is where you and i differ i don't like the star-crossed lovers i don't like (laughs) are they not star-crossed lovers they are but what it is i don't like like the faded romance thing which you could argue is kind of that but i don't like that being the only reason yeah like i strongly believe that you I think love is a choice. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, in a sense that there's the star-crossed lover's fate can bring you together. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's definitely true. The, the kismet thing, absolutely. But I think that this the lasting relationship thing, like mm-hmm. the continuing to love somebody even through hardship, I think that's a choice. Oh, absolutely. I think you have to choose to keep loving somebody. Like, it's not just... The kismet is great. It's a great way to... It's how you come together and fall in love, but it's mm-hmm. not how you stay in love. Yeah. So... Anyways, that's well, my that's my issue. With in their it. case, they died before they ever got to I, figure it out. So that's true. <laughs> who knows? That's true. And they were children, like literal children. So like, I, there's no way. I don't think that they would have known that either. But I get what you're saying. Totally. Yeah, the exactly. Of it. And so while this is still so early in Reed and uh, Lou's relationship that even when they start to fall in love, you're like, okay, is it fate or is it choice? It's something they're fighting it. So you're like, oh, well, it must be fate because they're fighting it. But I also feel like there's strong vibes that they would keep choosing to. Because at the end, Reed does. At the end, Reed is like, I shouldn't. But then he's like, she's my wife. I made a vow. I'm going to choose to keep loving her. Yeah. And, he, and he does because he still does actually have that love yes. for her. I don't believe like, I don't also, I want to make some people mad. I don't believe in falling out of love. And that's, I know that's a thing that a lot of people disagree with. No judgment if you if you think that that's a thing. I see where it comes from. I personally don't believe falling out of love is a thing. I think you always will love somebody. Even if it's just a teeny tiny yeah. bit. Are some people, are there toxic relationships you should leave? Absolutely. Not saying that. <laughs> Definitely not saying that. But I don't believe 
and falling out of love. Yeah, I'm sure, like, there's always a part of you that... That you, yeah, it doesn't just happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, I like that. I think that both of them, I mean, Lou fought against her prejudice to continue to love him later, and he, I mean, against every other, (laughs) what is that, like Darcy said, like, against... Yeah, basically um, against my better judgment. judgment. She's my wife. I made my vow. I'm going to keep loving her, which is also great because it's supported by that kismet love that we started with. Yeah. So anyways, she she accuses him at the end, too, because I was surprised by this because I guess skipping ahead a little bit when he's basically like, screw you, Uh like you're a witch when he finds out later. He says some very hurtful things. And yeah. part of me is thinking, like, now she's like, well, whatever. I guess he's not in love with me. I was going to give up. Yeah. But she was very much like, oh, well, I'm still in love with Reed. Like, the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. She never was like, and she even was thinking, like, oh, even if he doesn't love me, like, I still love him. Yeah, exactly. It was so sad. Exactly. <laughs> I like it so much more. This is where their relationship has so much more it's so much more tangible. There's so much more to it than like a Ren and Kelsey from Tiger's Curse relationship. Yeah. Because Kelsey just like kept trying to give it up and give it up. But they, but you know, they kept coming back together by like fate, by kismet, by just because he was dedicated to mm-hmm. her. Like there's just, yes, it was still a great story in one of my favorite books, but it, there's, it's a totally different level of relationship. Yeah. They, this feels more, I like this story a lot because they, their struggles were felt very real in terms yes. of I understood why each of them yep. were the way they were. Yeah. And they both kind of had um, issues they had to like overcome for exactly. each other. Exactly. It was so like equal. It was and so equal. Especially when it started in such an unequal society, which exactly. I thought was very interesting. I liked it so much. Yeah. And when each of them could have rationalized in their own like worldview, in their own, pers- own perspective, a reason to stop loving or to leave that other person. Uh-huh. They kept choosing to stay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I don't think that that's really a trope, but it should be a trope. I love the choosing to stay untrope. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I think Wait, that that's the most that. romantic <laughs> things. And they both did it on their own, totally authentically. And that's why I love this romance. Yeah. So this was much. a great romance. It's such a great romance. So, okay, back to the plot. Um, very middle of the book. Uh, Madame LaBelle comes to the thing. Like I said, she grabs Lou, says she's here. Uh, then Madame LaBelle gets kicked back out of the tower. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Reed is like, okay, who is trying to hurt you? I know someone's trying to hurt you. Just tell me and I'll protect you. She still doesn't, can't tell him, it's my mom who wants to sacrifice me. Because, <laughs> because Madame Sorcier, or a, or I cannot, the the queen yeah. witch. God, I feel so incompetent when it comes to French. This is it's why okay. I'm shocked that I'm genetically French. <laughs> I never feel more incompetent than when I'm like <laughs> trying to look at French words. <laughs> I've never felt like such an ugly American. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, so um, she tried to sacrifice her because so the pattern that she saw, the Queen Witch, was that if her all of her line died and Lou is her only daughter, then all of the king's line would die. And the king's line has been the one that's been oppressing the witches and, like, kicking them out of the land. Because a long, long time ago, they used to share the land. Mm-hmm. And there was this romance between a witch and the and a king, and they were married. But then the king became jealous of his wife's power, and basically everything went to hell. Mm-hmm. So since then, the witches have been, like, they're forced to, like, live outside of, like, kind of, like, off the land, like, in these forests, and they're not allowed in society. So, um, Madame Sorcier, or whatever, uh, 
I, in my head, that's, I just want to say it so bad, but I can't say it. <laughs> I honestly don't remember how they say it in the audiobook. It's like trying to like pick up a weight you don't have the physical strength to pick up. <laughs> my brain wants to do it so bad. The ability is not there. Okay, so... Anyway, so that's why she tried to sacrifice Lou, is that if all of her lineage died, even if it's only Lou, then all, like, 26 of the king's children, legitimate and illegitimate, because this king had been busy, they would all die. <laughs> yeah. And the king's line would end, and the witches would basically get to re-enter society, supposedly. This is what her mom says. Uh-huh. So, uh, obviously, Lou doesn't want to die. Yeah. And the whole time, Lou is also like, okay, it's true that I was like, well, I left the altar where she was literally had her throat already slashed. Mm. Like, I left because not only did I not want the innocent people to die, I didn't want, you know, innocent children to suddenly die because I'd been sacrificed. But she's also like, it was also selfish because, like, I didn't want to die. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, Uh, You're valid, my queen. (laughs) So she feels, like, kind of guilty about it the whole time. But at the same time, she never denies that she's also like, yeah, but I still want to live. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fair. So read the whole time. They're getting really, they're getting closer and closer. So authentic. So beautiful. I loved the relationship development. Um, He knows that she's afraid of something. He wants to protect her from it. The whole time, she will not admit what it is. There's this wonderful, sweet, it's Christmas time. And I thought this was going to be your favorite part because of like the whole aesthetic of it and the romance they basically she's like you know okay so so there's this thing they run into another witch who recognizes her uh the witch attacks reed Mm -hmm. and then uh lou ends up they basically end up fighting back uh lou does not it doesn't it's not revealed that lou is a witch yet but um the witch is arrested and she's burned at the stake and yeah. Lou feels so guilty about it that she like magics and uses the pattern to like switch and she takes the witch's pain. Yeah, so she, that was crazy. It was insane and I loved that too, but oh my God, so insane. So she basically ha- had to experience all the pain of being burned at the stake. Uh, and then she was like unconscious for three days, which yeah. like, yeah. Um, so after that, it's kind of a turning point because Reed was like so afraid to lose her and now they're like actually growing and learning yeah. about each other and they go like basically play like 20 questions. Yes. Like at the little like patisserie like down in like the square. This was my favorite part. I thought this the was sticky buns yeah, the sticky like buns and like being cute. It's Christmas time. They go out. They're having sticky buns. She's like wants to go see the Christmas tree. Um, it's just so sweet. Like she's showing him her world, like all the good things and they're talking and being real. And he calls her his little heathen. <laughs> it was so and cute. I love that. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> I love that so much. And like, the like just like one of, I think my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes is about that. Um, so it's such a good time. And you're like, okay, I love you. You guys it was are amazing. the cutest ever. It's the cutest thing ever. They were being so cute. Ugh. So cute. But then uh, things start to go badly. They get back. Um, so the Archbishop has been, like, really weird this whole time. He, he's sus. This is all we know about him at this point. <laughs> then all of a sudden, like, okay, so there's, for, like, the Christmas festival or whatever, there's, like, this acting troupe coming in. But also, like, there's this, like, bunch of witches who's gathered outside. So all the Chaucers are called to go deal with the witches. And this is right before, like, she's finally going to tell him she's a witch. Yeah. Like, she's sitting on the bed. He's, like, kneeling before her or something, and she's finally going to tell him the truth. And he's, like, he knows she's finally about to tell him this big secret she's been keeping and what it is she's hiding from. And then the archbishop comes in, and he's, like, really mad about something. Yeah. Um, but he's, like, I'll stay with her. Reed, go with the Chaucers to go deal with the witches. And then the archbishop is called to go to the performance that's about to happen with the acting troupe. So he takes her with. 
It's so weird. I was like, was what is crazy. happening? Because he was like, you've like, you've like corrupted Reed. I will not let you corrupt him any longer. And I was like, he's acting like he knows she's a witch. Yeah. Which was crazy at this point because the only one who, sh- who has gotten any hints is like Reed and Jean-Luc and Ansel. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones who like, you'd be like, okay, I wouldn't be surprised if you figured yeah. it out. Um, so... It, whatever and then i thought he was like he's gonna go kill her but no he like just takes her with him to like go to the, like out to the performance <laughs> we are thing. going to see a shakespeare we're in the go- park i'm really mad at you but we're gonna go see shakespeare in the park <laughs> um so they they go to this acting troupe and oh i love the way this was done it's an it's a it's called like yield sisters is the mm-hmm. name of the troupe and everyone was like concerned it was this giant group of women and it was, i loved it because lou was like it's called Yield Sisters. What like, did you, who did you think uh, it was going to be? <laughs> I know. It was hilarious. But they start to act something out. And so it's very clearly a tale about the archbishop himself. There's like a woman dressed as the archbishop. And then there's one dressed as like La Dame. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what is going to happen? So basically, the story goes that the archbishop fell in love with her. They had a child. It was all a trick by La Dame. And now archbishop has this illegitimate child with her. Um, and basically just like shows like he's this giant hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou is like, uh oh, Reed, what's he gonna do? His like hero is this giant hypocrite. Um, the she's also like, oh my god, Ladam's my mom. So does that mean the Archbishop is my father? Yeah, <laughs> I did not see this plot twist coming. That was crazy. I loved it. I did not see it coming at all. It was so good. Um, so and then everything goes to hell. Mm-hmm. It's they're obviously witches. I was like they yeah, witches. They witches. The they walked outside. The other witch attack was just a distraction. Mm-hmm. They're looking for Lou. They're there because they're looking for Lou. They found her. Um, so she tries to run away. Reed tries to protect her. It was so sad. This part was just like heart wrenching. <laughs> so she protects Reed, and in doing so. Um, he learns that she's a witch. She kills another witch. Reed, and then she. So right before it's oh I totally missed the spicy scene out when they're having yeah, like I was their fun say, like you totally Christmas it, but... time this shows you what I'm in the books for yeah <laughs> I mean they did it they, they got did it on it. it was only one sex scene in this book. yeah only one and I was like actually I'm cool with this I feel like like ratio wise like I'm not into like spicy books that are like yeah. more spice than plot I felt like this this was cool and it this was, was a good not ratio. it was done pretty well too because I it hate it done. when you're reading no offense but baby spice books do this all the time <laughs> where like you can't even tell what's going on and you're yeah. like wait are they doing it i know <laughs> this one was like i know exactly what is happening i thought the exact same it's thing i was like over <laughs> exactly i thought the same thing i was like this isn't graphic but it's very clear exactly i was like this is fine i'm okay with this exactly i was like good for them you yeah. know good they're already married you know whatever that, that's what she said she was like we're already married this is ridiculous and yeah. i was like okay what's happening and um, like sweet sweet read like like his, his ideas turning he's like I, uh, I guess this is okay yeah i, I guess know. we are married and so and reed was a virgin and i yeah. i honestly really i really liked how this was done yeah. i feel like there's a lot of like let's make fun of virgins in our culture yeah. which i think is very stupid yeah so totally. i really liked that and i really liked the like for the like i'm not like a giant fan of sex scenes they just kind of make me like uncomfortable yeah. like i'm i didn't want to be a, i'm happy for you but i didn't want to be a part <laughs> yeah. of that i don't have to be here i don't need to be here do for this thing. i'm happy for you you guys you kids have fun i'm just gonna go <laughs> just gonna skip to the next chapter <laughs> but i didn't and it was a really well done scene but i really liked that there was no like um like weird like power dynamic for she's had yes. sex and he hasn't yeah yeah he was like oh shit 
okay. Like, yeah, she was like, okay, cool. We can, I can make this work. And yeah. like totally like respectfully and sweetly, like kind of like walked him through it. it was and so I was cute. like, this is nice actually. So I'm obsessed with them actually. Yeah, I liked it. It was very sweet. So, um, so that scene happened. This was all like after their like wonderful, like Christmas time date. Yeah, that was when they were being cute. Yeah, cute as hell. And now he hates her. I know. So yeah, so now flash forward, the witches have attacked. Uh, she's just saved him from a witch attack. Now he knows she's a witch. And, but right before this, she had... So he had already said that um that he loves her and she has realized that she yeah. loves him. Yeah. Very she much. hasn't said it back yet, but she knows that she loves him. And I oh God, I loved her realization too. All this felt so authentic. Nothing felt rushed, but nothing felt too slow. Wonderful relationship pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, It's but it's gonna be okay. He's still gonna love me, even though much because he said yeah. he loves me. And he's like, You are not my wife. <gasps> Which is like, he's been calling, even when he hated her, yeah. he was still calling her his wife. So this is so indicative. This oh was my so God. sad. This was so, this was big uh, Merlin season five energy. Oh my God. <laughs> Merlin, I have not heard somebody reference Merlin in a while. That's You hilarious. know, how yeah. sad was that? Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, I am a wizard, basically. And yeah. Arthur was like, okay, I hate you now. Yeah, and, and I was like, like what? No! What happened? I just don't, I don't understand this. But yeah, he, so... Yeah, he's like, you are not my wife. And she's like, what? And then, like, so uh, they finish out the battle. She's um, been injected with, this, with like, that stuff mm-hmm. now, the stupid, like, anti-witch weapon. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, basically almost paralyzed and passing out. And she still managed to say, I love you, to read, even after he said all these horrible yeah. things. Like, I think Actually, I think that's, like, halfway through the fight. And then she kind of, like, wakes up a little bit and tries to, like, magic. And then she kills the witch who's attacking Reed. Uh-huh. This was, like, kind of a drawn-out battle scene. It was really, like... It was, like, what, a three-parter yeah. battle scene, but with the same witch. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Um, I wouldn't... I think I wouldn't have had her pass out fully, like I yeah. thought was implied. It I was kind of weird. Was, I was like, wait, what's happening now? I don't yeah. Know. It was still really good, though. So, basically, she confesses that she loves him, um... And he says, you're not my wife anymore. And she runs away. And Ansel's like, why did you just let her go? Because Ansel's known for a while now that she and Coco are witches. Yeah. Yeah. Although there's also a scene where they all went to a ball, which is pretty fun. Oh, I loved the ball. Yeah. They met like one of the princes or whatever, the king's son. Yes. Bo uh, or something. Bo. <laughs> and uh, he's kind of hysterical. He's Bo is total, funny. I like Bo. He's lecherous, but funny as hell. Yeah. Like, he's he's not a bad dude. No, he's funny. And also that was when, because uh, uh, I keep wanting to call him Matthias. Because oh, <laughs> Reed... Uh, had a GF before this. Oh, yes. And, How could um, I have not mentioned like Celia or Celia? Celia. Yeah. Celia. Uh, so. I was mad at Celia from the start. Celia. Celia? Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't, I don't know. Celia. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Celia. Celia? <laughs> I wasn't really mad at the You ceiling. were mad at her? Well, okay. From the, he proposed and she was like, I'm just too upset about my sister. And you just, you're supposed to be a Shoster. I don't want to take you away from your calling. So no, I won't. And I'm like, okay, I don't think y'all really were in love. Well, whatever. <laughs> my opinion. So yeah. I still don't think so. I think that she just like, I, I don't know. I think she like thought like it was like the noble thing to do when she was patting herself on the back for it. Yeah, and probably. then later she was really jealous about it. Yeah, later it. she was like, wait a minute. I do want to marry She's you. like, I'm so mad that you married someone else. And he's like, you turned me down. <laughs> also, I had to, babe. <laughs> also, I super had to. And she's like, I'm just furious. How could you do this to us? And I'm like, you did this to you. <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. But basically at the balls when he was like, listen, we can't. We're not a thing anymore. And now I'm all mm-hmm. about. My girl. I'm all about, yeah. Yeah, and she overheard. It was yeah. so cute. I thought it was so cute because Celia was like, 
uh, are you in love with her? And he was like, no, but I think I could be. Like, yeah. he was very much like, When yeah. he said no, he thought he could be. I was like, you already are. I know, you dummy. <laughs> but it was so cute, though. Like, what a cute answer. It was answer. so sweet. I know. I and, liked it And uh, our girl was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, ooh, I, I think I kind of like him. <laughs> she's like, we have sex. Me, and then me, she me was too. all jealous, too. She was like, so um, what did you guys talk about? <laughs> yeah. She's like, so I saw you guys, like, out in the garden together. And I'm just, like, so, wondering, like, um, what? So what did you talk about out, the, out in the garden together? Like, what? You, like, you think she's prettier than me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad so basically all this has been a part yeah, of the relationship anyway that was building. a while ago though. that's okay uh so he says you're not my wife anymore and how heartbreaking especially to know like how much vows mean to him like that he has said repeatedly i'm not gonna leave you you're my wife i yeah. made a vow this is even when he still hated her was yeah. saying that so what does that mean that like now that was when he hated her he was saying that now he's saying that like they're he's she's not his wife at all anymore so sad so sad so she leaves immediately second she steps out the door gets kidnapped by her yep. mom she's like hello darling and i'm like you bitch he is a bitch <laughs> she sucks so bad um so ansel's like what the hell are you doing reed and reed is like she's a witch though and i was like you love her and he's like no i oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> so they're like okay we have to find her but first we have to find we have to find like where she's being taken to which is like the white castle yeah where um <laughs> where, the, where they live it's, that's what it's like, called i know i'm just thinking about the burger place what yeah there's like a burger chain in like the northeast it's like white castle oh my god yeah. really yeah i did not know that well this is not that <laughs> they call it like chateau blanc that's what it is yeah. chateau i was like what's the word for it yeah. chateau yeah they call it chateau blanc which is where the the dom blanche witches are from yeah so they're like but nobody knows where it is unless you're a dom blanche yeah so they're like okay we need to find someone else they're like okay well coco you're a witch and she's like i'm a dom rouge you idiot like i can't uh, that's you. highly offensive oh highly <laughs> offensive i liked how many times she got offended that she's like i'm a dom rouge and he's like there's more than one kind of witch and she was like you idiot i know like she's like you're a witch hunters who don't even know there's God, like it was honestly embarrassing for them it was i was like geez y'all don't know every anything. single time there was like a tiff between the witches and the shots so I was like, this is embarrassing. You guys need to <laughs> really I know the witches like can be very evil, but like y'all need to study up. Like, yeah. like if you want to like fight witches, then like learn about witches. <laughs> Ignorant. <laughs> Ignorant. <laughs> it's true. So um so they're like, uh, well, I know one witch who might uh who might know. Madame LaBelle. She's Hello, a witch. Queen. We didn't know, but she is, she's a witch, she's a dumb blanche. And she left, she left um because she she sired a son. With a, with a certain <laughs> king, and that child happens to be Reed. Reed! Reed, it's Reed. I love how um, Lou was like, oh, like she figured yeah, it out she so figured it long out. ago. She did, yeah. <laughs> and I, I did, was not expecting that either, but it didn't feel just like thrown in for shock. Like yeah. it was so like built up to, and I still yeah, didn't see it. Yeah, because like even at the beginning, I was like, I bet he has some kind of witch heritage he doesn't know about. That's yeah. totally what I was Cause thinking. Because she was saying, because he was like, witches don't have sons. And she's like, are you stupid? Yes, they yeah. do. <laughs> they just don't have magic. Yeah. They, of course they have sons. What are you talking about, you idiot? Yeah. And so he's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> Added to the list of things that we didn't <laughs> know like, about witches. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then writes it down. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) Madame LaBelle is Reed's mother. Ah, Reed is like, "Um, I'm really angry that you left me in the garbage. So um, I'm not talking to you, mom. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) she's like, okay, I will help you. Because she doesn't want Reed to die either is the thing. So she knows because Reed is one of the king's children. If Lou is killed, like sacrificed, then Reed is one of like the children who will die. He gonna die. He gonna die. So 
Madame LaBelle's like, I can't have that. He is my son. So yeah. she's been like watching him kind of from afar this whole time. And she and she knows who Lou is. So she's been trying to protect Lou by like, she's been trying to like purchase her for indenture for the brothel. Yeah. And Lou's been like, no, over and over again. <laughs> no. <laughs> and now Coco's like, oh, I see now. So. Right. All right. right. Madame LaBelle's like, like, I was just trying to protect her. I just would have like kept her safe. I think, I think that Lou's life was better though, the way she planned it for herself. I think she had more fun. Yeah. But um, anyways. So, uh. Madame LaBelle is going to take them there. And this is where I finally had an issue with the, with the pacing. I was like, less travel, more plot. Let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. There was like days of her traveling with her mom. And she was like paralyzed the whole time. And her mom was being crazy and bitchy. And then it's uh, them. It's like Reed traveling with Madame LaBelle. And he's just like, I hate you, mom. Over and over again. Yeah. And you're just like, can we just get to the ending? I, we are so close. This book is 500 pages long. So, <laughs> this is the only This was you at the end of Ruin and Rising, too. You were like, was stop it. it. Let's remember. just get to oh, the place. You hated you know them what? traveling. That's and I was true. like, I'm okay with it. This I didn't is, have a problem with this either. <laughs> this is my biggest problem with um, with epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's traveling. I, I traveling. <laughs> have you read The Wheel of Time? No. It's it's majority traveling. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no. I love the characters. I love the plot. I'm like, stop traveling everywhere. God, just like invent <laughs> just teleportation. Just skip ahead. We just, get it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, you're on the road again. It's dusty. Your horse is tired. I don't care. <laughs> Wow, who would have thought? Who would have thought? I'm so surprised. Oh, my God. You got, like, attacked by goblins who aren't relevant to the plot. Wow. I'm so amazed. I'm so here for this. Anyway, so the they get through the traveling. Uh, Lou is not doing hot. Nope. Uh, she's Our poor girl. She runs into Manon, her friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's how you say it because in Ladybug, there's a character named Manon. Manon. Yeah. Manon. Um, so... That was, she was like her childhood bestie, basically. And she's like, Lou, I'm so glad you're here. I missed you. And Lou's like, but you want me to be sacrificed? And she's like, yes, for the good of everyone. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Lou's like, okay, bye. Yeah, for real. So uh, so Lou is like, she's super weak. She's not been like eating this whole time that they've been traveling. And she's, you know, been like, she's been injected with this stuff over and over again. Her mom's like, thanks for like showing me where the injection, like st- where that medicine was. I perfected it. So now instead of just being like paralyzed and like knocked out, now you're paralyzed, but your brain can still work. And I was honestly like, I don't know which one's worse. Oh, that's terrible. Both of them are very bad. So Lou is just like, she's kind of like given up, but n- she's not really like fully given up. She's just kind of like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. She yeah. knew it. She I mean, knew. She's like, I know there's nothing I can do. She already escaped once. She's yeah. like, this is not happening again. And she's, I really, I liked that she was like, I am not giving up. I just know that there's no way out. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, I've given up because Reed doesn't love me. Yes. I hate that. I and hate that That's not too. what happened. She was just like, I still love Reed, even though he doesn't love me. I wish I could get free and to see him again, but I can't. Yeah. Like, I just know that. It was so sad. It was so sad, and I, but I liked it so much more. It didn't have that, like, a like Bella's depression after Edward doesn't love me anymore. Yeah. That whole period was like, oh, I'm stressed out. It was so stressful because it was yeah. just, like, deep depression. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anything going on. I was yeah, like, exactly. oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. And I and that happens every now and then. While some of that's definitely valid, it's not like, it's, it's not like a mature person response, which is fine but i think lou is more mature so if lou had had that reaction i would have been like oh we've been so authentic up until now it would have been a little disappointing it would have been a little out of character for her yeah and it's like obviously she loves reed but it's i don't know she's 
been very self-sufficient for exactly exactly life. that's what it is <laughs> sometimes really self-sufficient characters like in books like they like something happens to take them away from their love mm. and then they're like despondent and i'm like this is not in character for you yeah to be like okay get them back yeah <laughs> exactly so um so i, I like that she was not despondent but she knew there was no hope really and from where yeah. she was at there was nothing she could do yeah so i thought i thought it was interesting i did not expect there to be a we've got to go rescue the girl plot in this i know book. especially for lou yeah especially for and lou and really, especially for this uh situation like yeah. where it's so clearly like yeah women are oppressed in this society exactly. But but it, I don't I didn't I feel no like it was it, bad. No. Yeah. Well, because it wasn't. This was really a situation. This was not. This was not a situation where you were like, well, why couldn't the girl have just like taken the dagger from dinner dinner and hit it under her yeah. pillow? There really was nothing in this situation that you could have done. So there was no like gratuitous girl saving. It was yeah. Really, like okay, let's go get her. <laughs> like she's she either we get her or she will die. There is no in between. Yeah, very true. So I really like that. Yeah. So I don't I don't have a problem with that trope if there's nothing that the girl if it's a self-sufficient character and there's nothing that she can do. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs help sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. So they disguise themselves, read in the crew to get in. Uh they have to like pretend to be like <laughs> this was consorts so funny. <laughs> because this like this like festival is coming up. This yeah. like witch festival. And all of the witches are coming to see the sacrifice and feast and dance and whatever. Does this not also have big Akatar energy? It did have very big Akatar energy. And it Tamlin, was like completely out of his mind. Is also gonna... my least favorite part. <laughs> least favorite part of that book least favorite part of this book Man, really spoiling maybe the next i episode. just don't like like fairy festival vibes i think they stress <laughs> me out i'm like yeah because you i can't you don't, trust them you can't trust them this and i love so chaotic. chaos i love chaos but this is a very untrustworthy this is a chaos that i can't engage in i'm just yeah. gonna be a victim of it <laughs> so true <laughs> they are preying on you <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> this isn't fun for me and they all look really hot <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> they're all hot you are helpless and it's not fun for you it's fun for them <laughs> yeah not a good time um so they get there they have to pretend to be like consorts like wandering the mountain looking for like a witch to take with uh-huh. like to take them with and they're all like oh my god reed you're so hot and like Bo, the literal prince is yeah. like ugly as hell it's hilarious <laughs> so it's like there's like three sisters or something and he's like well i'll only go with my brothers and they're like well ansel's cute but we don't like him and he's like i won't go without him and Bo is Bo is a ladies man too so his pride is like very wounded he's like what? what so funny. So funny. I Bo had some Nikolai energy. He did. I was gonna say that. <laughs> he did. He's not like quite as noble. No. He's not really as noble. Not but as noble and not as uh charismatic. Charismatic. But yeah. and not as useful. But yeah. he was fun. But still really yeah, fun. fun to have around. Had the same like fun, clever, I'm willing to do what it takes to help people. Yes. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. He was very much like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. I know. I was like, he's so on board. I like him. Like, no problems at all with you, Bo. <laughs> yeah, me you too. Um, so they get in. They, they're they at, like, the feast or whatever. They see Lou. She is, like, almost skeletal. She's oh, not been eating this for this baby. entire time. She's been, like, heavily drugged this whole time. Nothing she can do. So she's, like, her mom has, like, just got her, like, hovering there with magic. Oh, so and she's, like, welcome, everybody, to the festival. And you're, like, <laughs> shut up. Stop. She's, like, the festival in which I murder my own daughter. She's, like, for you. And they're, like, hooray. Like, Yay, we love it. Queen. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 
all the witches are like super jazzed about it and i'm just like ooh, i don't like because they've been told like this is their salvation this sacrifice is like this will free them so they're mm-hmm. all super jazzed and they're like it's an honor this whole time everyone's been saying to lou all the witches like this is an honor i would take your place like this is an honor and you're like oh my god this is big cult energy big cult energy <laughs> that's exactly what it was um so She's about to be sacrificed. Uh, Reed can't take it, man. He, like, jumps in. Coco jumps in. They're trying to attack uh, Ladam. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, and they do get, like, a shot in at her. But then uh, Manon comes out with Madame Labelle. She's been caught. No. Uh, it's, a rough, it's a rough time. I believe it's Ladam who then kills her, or yeah. we think kills her, attacks her. And yeah. she's she looks like she's dying. Yeah. And now Reed is like, wait, mom. I know, and you're like, so you didn't sad. care that she was your mom, but see, you did actually care. Uh, and yeah, it was like a good line that I should have circled. That should have been one of my favorites about like um, all the memories. It is almost as if they could see all the memories that they would have had passing oh, between Oh, that them. was so I sad. I was like, wow, that's sad. Also, right before that, he, when she was in trouble, he was like, wait a second. He was like, the two most important women in my life are about to die. I know. I remember that line too. It was yeah, so yeah. sad. And you were like, oh, you're counting Madame LaBelle? Because he's very much like, once you are placed into a certain role in his life, you are that thing. Like yeah. He was like, this is my wife now. This is my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this poor baby. Reed is very like, he's so... these are my boxes. And there are no, ba- there are very strict boundaries between all of them. And I know exactly where they all go. <laughs> he eats his food on one of those plates that have like, the, be- <laughs> the little there, his, those, those foods do not touch. yeah exactly there's no touching of the food <laughs> sweet read uh that's hilarious boy i love him that's hilarious um yeah you know what this is kind of hysterical too and it's not fully related but it made me think of huckleberry finn because you know he puts all his food in one bowl and like mixes it up <laughs> that's how i like to eat my food like well huck has such chaotic energy <laughs> it does i never realized that but when i was in public school i would do that with my plate i would literally everything including the mandarin oranges would just go in one pile god you were one of those yeah. oh my god and i would eat it all javi no I javi can't. eats all of his food totally separately he and he this is hysterical this kills me so whenever i make like food i have started like he's a child <laughs> just because this is what he does for himself <laughs> like cuts up all of his meat first uh-huh. like into bite-sized pieces uh-huh first and then he starts his meal so i will literally now that i know that he does that like i'll make like i made sausage the other day and i cut up all, all of his pieces on his plate <laughs> and made sure they were all not touching and was like here's your food and then mine i was just like literally like put the potatoes and put the giant sausage on top and was like excellent here we go here we go <laughs> it's so funny because javi doesn't like his food to touch and he like carefully cuts up all of his bites first mm-hmm. and i'm just like why though it's gonna take the same amount of time whether you do it while you're eating it. but anyways it just does anyone else do that i didn't know like grown people do that i've only i've done that for children who yeah. can't cut their own food i don't know it takes all kinds you know i do this thing where and i didn't know i did this until like freshman year of college or mm-hmm. no sophomore year of college maybe i don't know emily pointed it out to me because she makes fun of me for it uh-huh. but when i am eating something i will eat all of one thing first and uh-huh. then i will eat all of the next thing really? and then i'll eat all of the next thing and i don't go in between and she's like why do you do that like because it would be like i would get p terry's and i uh-huh. would eat it's a burger place for people who don't know and yeah. i would just eat i when every time i do it i eat all the fries first yeah and then i eat the burger and like Oh, I hilarious. always do this and I never knew I did this. Oh my God. <laughs> and she, I don't. I don't. That's I'm so like, funny. I don't know Hobby why. will take a bite from each thing, decide which one's his least favorite, and he'll eat it in order of least favorite to most favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's told me like eight times that that's how he eats. Oh, and I was like, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> it's hilarious. 
I just, I don't really think about it that much. You've got a method. Sometimes I'll save, like, sometimes I'll eat my least favorite first if it's like, if it's something I really don't like. Yeah. But that's the only time there's any kind of thought process as to the order (laughs) in which I eat my food. Yeah. Like, if it's like kale, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to swallow this whole, all of it first. Yeah. It's disgusting. (laughs) And then I'll, and then I don't care. Um, that was a bit of a divergence, but it doesn't matter. So Reed's got his boxes, and Lou is in the wife box, and Madame LaBelle is in the mom box. He definitely cuts up his food first, definitely eats them he all, does. eats everything in its own time, in its own space. He does, he does, yes. So funny. So anyway, uh, his mom is dying, and he's sad. He's sad. Um, yeah, so then they're trying to save Lou. Oh, my God. LaDom basically beats them to it. Like... Cuts open Lou's throat. You're like, well, okay, everything's over now. Oh, this like, was so blood, sad. You know, of course, the gushes. It, it's, it's, she's been sacrificed. The yeah. sacrifice is done. Except that then Reed sees it. A pattern. A golden light. And you're yes! like, what? Oh, my God. Yes! Is he magic? He is. He's magic. So he's like, so so the pattern is, um, who is it? The, oh, the, archbishop the archbishop is also there. So the archbishop is also there. He's been um, like kidnapped as well. And so the archbishop, keep in mind, raised him. And while he is a major hypocrite, he's done some good things to read and he's protected Lou some. Yeah. So sucky guy, major hypocrite, but not the worst that he could be not the by worst far. <laughs> um, so the line, so the pattern is like the, the sacrifice he could give up for Lou's life is the archbishop's uh-huh. life. And he does. He does. He it. does the thing. And then he did Lou, the damn thing. He did the damn thing. And Lou lives. And the Archbishop dies. Yikes. And shockingly, Madame LaBelle lives, but barely. She's barely alive. So LaDame is about to like throw down, except that then the Chaucers attack because they were sent by the Archbishop to find Lou. Like, the Archbishop said, don't kill her. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they didn't pair up with the Chaucers to begin with, like, team up with them, was because Reed's like, no, 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 they're going to kill her <laughs> yeah. first. They're just going to kill her before the ceremony, yeah. basically. Um, so we can't trust them to help us. But they're there. So they're there. They, the Archbishop has died. They saw what happened with Reed and them. They start to, like, shoot arrows or whatever into the crowd. Um, I believe, didn't Reed get hit? I thought he did um, when saving Madame maybe. LaBelle. I saving think his Coco mom. got hurt, though, I think. A lot of people get hurt. Anyways, it was he, crazy. He manages to grab. I was shocked by this. He actually, like, he went back to get Madame LaBelle, uh-huh. and I was very surprised by that. They Coco's like, there's a way to get out through the back temple. So, like, they run through the temple, um, all of them, and they get out, um, and they're like, Ansel or Bo or something is carrying Lou, who's mm-hmm. unconscious, but alive mm-hmm. so they get out uh they were like camped in this like magical like protection area that madame labelle had set up first coco manages to save madame labelle's life lou is alive they're very weak and everybody's safe yay Hooray. okay but ladam is not dead no which is still want to kill lou not not much is resolved overall plot wise which is why we know we're going to get it like a book two and three probably yeah um so yeah, Reed is like, I love you, Lou. Lou's like, thank God, I also love you. And he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, I, I understand. What I liked, too, was he was like, you must have hated me. And she's like, I never did. And oh. I was like, well, that's really nice. That's love, man. I like, I never hated you. Could I have? Maybe not, actually. Like, should I have? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, by the world standards, but I didn't. She's like, I understood. And he's like, no, that was wrong. I should. This was also where I was like, yeah, you wrong. 
she was like no i understood and i was I like i, I was understood like, too but i'd still be like yeah i understand but thanks for the apology because you should have definitely apologized i know i was like make him feel a little bit bad about yeah, it i was maybe. like he, he's allowed to feel bad don't like save his feelings <laughs> I, was I was like okay i mean out of every she's like i never should have lied to you and i was like um you had no choice no, my i honey. was like yeah your thing made like he's you're like i understand that he's the one who really should really be saying like yes no i understand yeah like, i was like he's the one who would have killed you, you. and then mm-hmm. also abandoned you so yeah. maybe <laughs> yeah so yeah anyways but they're but they're good i still love them together I do still, too. so they're happy to be back together it's very sweet um how do we end this story that's like that's really like the then end it's of the basically just stuff. like oh no but we're we're still on the run yeah that's basically the it there's no like big resolution to the end because the end is like the beginning of a whole new plot. yeah it's very much like here um, we go next one here we go again but at least reed and her are together and i was shocked that i adored this book the end it was good yep yay we liked it yay it was so good this is a long episode <laughs> It so is. Let's very quickly do um, our things. Yeah, let's do our things. Who is your favorite character, Ash? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> Who was Lou? It was Lou. It was Lou. Although honorary mention for Bo because he was funny. I do. I love Bo. Yeah. It was hard. I as much as I love Ansel, who is I guess oh, technically yeah, my favorite Ansel, character. Yeah. Uh, I did also love Lou and Reed and Bo. And Coco was Honestly, right that's too, actually because every time you favorite. say another character, I'm like, actually that one, actually that one. <laughs> I love them all. They There's were, a bunch they were of good all characters. pretty good, at, and, which is wild to me because, as I said, at first I was part of my reasoning for not being into it was I was like, I don't care about these guys. Yeah. But then I did. So yeah, something happened to me. Um, what about Favely's favorite part? Favorite part: the sticky bun, cuteness, date. Aw, knew it. Absolute favorite. Um, it okay. It kind of had big House of Salt and Sorrows vibes. It did. Yeah, yeah. You know, remember yeah, that yeah. cute the scene? Town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cute. It did have those vibes. Uh, Lisa apart when the witch got burned at the stake. I don't know if you know oh. this about me, but being burned alive is one of my biggest really? uh, fears. When I was a kid, it was a giant fear of mine. <laughs> I would like have nightmares every it's night about it. It's very terrifying. Yeah. And it's not even so much I'm afraid I'm going to get burned alive. It's just I hate thinking about that people have been burned alive. Mm-hmm. It really bothers me. I used to be me. terrified because it was my little sister and I sharing a room and we both had a hamster. And my biggest fear was that there would be a fire and I wouldn't be able to get my sister yes. and the hamsters out. <laughs> I was like, I would cry and have nightmares about Aww. it. Like not being able to get them both out. Yeah, because you don't want to think about the little hamster I know. Burning. I was so upset about it. Now I'm like, okay, well, obviously my sister... <laughs> And even then, I knew my sister. Yeah. But I was way, I was so torn up about the idea of like not being well, able to get the hamsters out. Well, it's horrible to think about because it's yeah. not, like, one of the horrible, horrible ways to die. Like, yeah. And they ugh. can't help it. They're in a cage. There's nothing they can do. I'm going to get upset about it again. And I'm a grown woman with no hamsters. Exactly. They're like trapped. My hamsters all lived long lives. None of them <laughs> burned. None of them were burned alive. <laughs> and see, that's what's so terrifying. Ugh. Oh my God. Like people are getting burned alive. Mm-hmm. I can't even. Yeah. Going into this, I was like, if somebody gets burned, I'm going to lose it. And of yeah. course, that means about yeah, witches. Like, what was I thinking? I think my favorite part was shockingly, I pulled a Kendall and also I think like the Christmas, like fun for flirtation adventure so time. It was so good. I loved it. Yeah. And least favorite part, um, that last quarter was just like, it was, I just wanted, to, I felt like it all could have been like two chapters and it was like six chapters <laughs> yeah, or more. Yeah, it was more. like the whole last part. Yeah. Basically. And I could have just done with two chapters, but yeah. just the like the pacing in that part. Other than that, I was happy. Uh, what was your favorite quote? 
Uh, so I had a few, the thing is, okay, this is what I was telling Spoons before too. A lot of my favorite parts of this book were conversations, but I'm not going to read you an entire conversation because that's insane. Mm -hmm. So I had to like try and pick individual lines. Um, I picked one on page 265 of my copy. And for my note about it, I wrote precious. So this is when they're out having their like fun flirtation time and it's Christmas and they're cold and, but they're just like, they've just rushed inside like the little patisserie and they're having the cinnamon buns. And it's from Reed's perspective. They're talking about how um, he basically, she calls, she keeps calling him Shass, like as yeah. a nickname. And he's <laughs> like, don't call me that. My name is Reed. And she's like, I thought that Reed and, and the Shasser were the same person because he had just said that yes. like a chapter before. And this go, and so this is from Reed's perspective. It says, I leaned back, studying her as she finished my bun. A bit of icing covered her lip. Her nose was still red from the cold. Her hair wild and windblown. My little heathen. <laughs> so cute. So good description cute. there. I know. It was a good one. I was like, it's so easy to picture all of it. And yeah. my little heathen, what a good way to end that. It's so cute. So. He's like, oh my God. Oh no, she's hot. <laughs> oh no, she's hot. <laughs> there were just a lot of like good lines in it, I think, about, mm -hmm. about love. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, I have two, I guess. So one of them, um, our girl says, death couldn't take him away from me. He was me. Our souls were bound. And she said it like multiple times that like we are the same now. And it was so, <laughs> number one, sweet. Number two, symbolic. I was really into it. And then my other favorite, just because it made me laugh <laughs> whenever <laughs> Madame LaBelle is like, yeah, so I don't know if you figured this out yet, my son, but everyone is after y'all now and everything is bad. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, why the fuck is everyone in this kingdom trying to murder my wife? For real, man. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and then she woke up and she's like, did you just say fuck? I know, exactly. <laughs> what did we learn from this book? I was going to say learn, we learned to don't trust your mother, but that's not right. <laughs> trust your mother if, she, if she's trustworthy. That was a, that was a crazy don't first trust your mother. Um, tropes can be good. Tro so true. Bessie. You know what? Tropes can be good. I am seconding in that one. I That's like it. That's a good it. one. Um, That's a writing thing we learned. It's true. Love is a choice. We didn't actually learn that. That's me indoctrinating you. I believe that. Uh. <laughs> well, they kind of, that, that was touched on, I think. And I then think so. Also, yeah, there was a lot of like, you can kind of learn things from anybody, mm -hmm. I think. I think you can love someone who's not like you without changing who you are. Yes. I think that's a hard one. I think that's also why everyone's kind of mad at each other in the world right now because it's like, I don't want to love you. You're different than I am. You believe differently than I am. I would, it would make me a different person to care about you. That's not true. We can still all be who we are and care about each other. That's not yeah. how that works. Yeah. So true, bestie. So true, waifu. I would say waifu, good, because I've been demoted to bestie from waifu? <laughs> what? So true, waifu. <laughs> oh, my God. Those were all, like, serious lessons, but, like, in okay. a real way. In a very real way, don't choose to break your fingers. For, to unlock to doors. To unlock a door. Not Probably worth not it. worth it. Yeah. Um, Disgusting. If you get forced into a marriage, do everything you can to annoy your husband, because if he loves you anyways, you know it's true love. <laughs> in a very real way, uh, always go for a sticky bun date when you have the chance. How many pinkies would you give this book? Okay, don't hate me. Okay. You're not hating me, right? No. Not yet. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, talking about it made me think like, oh, yeah, I liked that a lot. Uh -huh. And I did... I really liked the, I liked parts of it a lot. Uh -huh. I really like the romance of it. Uh-huh. Um, I, be, because I was just like, it took me a long time to really like it. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it three and a half. Uh-huh. So that's why it's not getting four. For that's me. fine. 
Yeah. That's a, that's fine. I just, um, I very rarely go into the lower than that. Uh-huh. So I don't want to, it's not that I don't like it. I really like it. Okay. I just think that maybe I'll like the second one better. That makes sense. I give it four and a half. Yeah. Because I, I liked the pacing for most of the book uh-huh. and I loved all of the characters. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So I liked it. It was somehow like it was my favorite tropes but done totally originally and authentically. Yeah, love the tropes. So, so four and, and a half, half pinkies, pinkies up. up. Four and a half pinkies up. <laughs> um, what do you give it? How many pinkies up do you yeah, give how it, many dear pinkies listener? up do you give it? Um, like, so many. Because if you give it, like, less than three, I might be kind of upset. I mean, as a Lou person, I'm going to take it personally. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. and I, <laughs> I will find you, and I will um, annoy the hell out of you, because that's my strength. <laughs> that's my superpower. Well, um, next week, you guys will get our super special, exciting episode on A Court of Thorns wee, and Roses wee, wee. with Carissa Harlow. So exciting. Such a good episode. Let us know what you think about it. Um, I know this one has probably been uh, long awaited considering its prevalence on Bookstagram and BookTok. Yeah, we know that you've talk. read it. So we know you've read it. To. We know what you read. <laughs> we know what you read. <laughs> uh, so go listen to it or read it or whatever. Familiarize yourself with it. Yeah. Um, because it's coming your way. We're it's so excited. It's very time. Follow Ladies us on Instagram if you are not already. Everyone else. We, it is that pretentious book club. Um, we are there, so yep. please enter our giveaway. Tell your friends Let's to enter our giveaway. Up, the giveaway is going to end on Wednesday at midnight. There you go. The giveaway is going to end on Wednesday like midnight. Wednesday night, like you do the full day on Wednesday. Yeah. Everyone, do you understand that? Do you understand? We can't be any more clear about this. No, we can't. You be have until clear. then. You have until midnight Wednesday. Yep. To enter this giveaway, and do it. You know you want to get the cool stuff. Yeah, don't forget how cool it's going to be. And then it's done. And then you have to wait till the next one. Yeah. Also, check out our website, you guys, because we've got a new one. Yeah. Check out our merch. It's exciting. You can Get even, a fanny pack. You want to check out our Patreon. There's links to our Patreon from the website, so it's easy. You don't have to go, like, try and figure out how to do Patreon, because I didn't know how to do it. You can just click on the button that says, check out our Patreon. Indeed. It's there. It'll Indubitably. So... We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for sitting through this episode of uh, Chaos and Wonder. <laughs> this was a crazy episode. This was, this was fantastic. The, our episodes <laughs> that are chaos are my favorite episodes. This is wild. They're also the hardest to edit. So this is going to be really fun to edit. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> okay. Well, until next week, everybody, keep your teacup full. Your pinkies high. And your book club. Pretentious. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.